0: everybody and welcome to episode 386 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas, coming to you from the Chris Tatara Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. Patreon.com slash time if you want to get in on that. Who else is joining me? Ooh, uh, 3D always <laughs> off, Chris Antista. And? Uh, Maddie, 3DS
1: nuts, Alan. And special <laughs> guests. Hi, uh, from the Ultra 64 podcast, I am powerful handheld Steve Gunland.
2: And the other half of the Ultra 64 podcast, I am the dual screen, Woody Siskowski.
0: Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'm the only one who didn't bother to have a 3DS-related pun. I was thinking about, like, <laughs> rtx something along those lines to uh, indicate <laughs> R-T-X-X-X. The, the terrible losses <laughs> of this week. Uh, My
3: stock price took an arrow in the knee.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Ultra 64 Podcast, but it's been a while since you've been on this show. So if you want to tell listeners a little more about it, this is Absolutely. a good opportunity. What, yeah. you,
2: you're saying every one of your listeners doesn't already listen to Ultra 64? <laughs> what are you, you doing? Have guys? have to imagine
0: there are some who don't.
2: So, uh, you know, either way. It's uh, yes, wild hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. A <laughs>
1: Well, uh, the Ultra 64 podcast, I have a complete collection of Nintendo 64 games. and Steve started
2: the podcast just to brag about that. That's, the whole, that's that. the whole purpose <laughs> of the it. It's the whole thing.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, I can afford 72 games. <laughs>
2: you,
4: know, you know, not to brag. Not to I, brag. I was going to say, yeah, that, that would be the platform to pick if you're going to have the complete collection sure. of games from mm. a platform. It's accessible.
1: The, it's accessible. At the yeah. time,
4: it would have been the most expensive collection in the world with yeah. what they were charging for those oh, games. Oh, God. Yeah,
1: they were like <laughs> 70, 80 bucks at the time. Yeah, they're much cheaper now. But yeah, I have a complete collection of Nintendo 64 games, and so every week uh, we've been picking a random one or two of them, and we've been playing them and talking about them. Uh, We are actually getting close to the end of the catalog. I think uh, I I did the math on it. It looks like we're ending this portion of a show in January. We're going to be completing the entire catalog uh, before we move on to something else. We're not going to stop podcasting. There's going to be a different show coming after that, TBD. But uh, yeah, yeah, that we've been doing it for about 3 years now. I almost through the entire catalog. So
2: if you want to know, if you want to know where the wheat separates from the many, many, many pieces of chaff, <laughs> then um, yeah, sure. Ultra 64 is the place to go. I, I look
4: forward to the 64 DD anthology that you will announce and then never do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. Just release 3 episodes in Japan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well it's gonna be a fun show. Um we gather a uh, Super Mario three D all stars with these guys? Yeah, we,
5: we Oh yeah. We'll yeah talk about yeah that. we are
0: We 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 know about it. We've played Mario sixty
4: four. We're
1: prepared for that one.
4: Oh boy, a lot, a lot of hate out there for Mario 64 in the old internet land, can't wait to Ooh, I've been, that,
1: I've been seeing that, actually uh, a mutual pod friend, T.L. Foster, has offered to come on our show and argue why Mario 64 is a bad, capital B, bad game. But imagine and, and that, Nio the Taste. game that
4: established 3D platforming <laughs> maybe hasn't aged as greatly as, <laughs> as, as the modern 3D platformers, imagine. Jump and flash are nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: T.L. king of bad takes, man. He's the best. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, we love
1: T.L. We love T.L. the
0: sure. Of course. Of course.
4: We, do, we love him, too, but he's still the king of bad
1: takes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's oh, not yeah. a value yeah, judgment. That's yeah. his brand. Bad. You know? yeah. He's the king,
5: man.
0: We gather here not to mourn the 3DS, but to honor it. So that's uh, the big news <laughs> hook for this week. Uh, Nintendo is stopping production of the 3DS man. after 11 years. How long has it been around? Is yeah, it... it came out in 2011. 2011. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking 2009 for some reason.
4: With
3: That's... great shame, <laughs> I
0: think
4: 2009 was the DSi, Michael. Like it wasn't the DSi right yeah, before I n- the. I 3DS. never do
0: this show with notes. Uh, <laughs> <heard> in there. <laughs> yeah, poor like press.
4: Press, I would press X to pour one out for the 3DS, but I don't remember which button X is ever. Yeah, that's just going to change your hat. <laughs> well,
3: it's got
2: a gyroscopic sensor, so you can just turn your 3DS sideways to pour one out. True. That's, oh, true. Yeah. that's true.
3: Play it me- yeah, do it Mario style.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the 3DS was a great little handheld, and I think it, it became the Game Boy successor so quickly that I, I feel like we kind of lost track of all the neat stuff that it could do like so much stuff it had like it had the gyroscope stuff that you mentioned it had street pass which was huge and factored into a lot of different games it had uh, a camera that nobody ever used except (laughs) for that weird face raiders game that came with it you could very weirdly um it got to a point where you could hack the
2: pokemon games and go online and take pictures of barcodes to import pokemon into your game like oh, those yeah. QR codes, people would just post pictures and be like, here's a full stat Genesect. Like, take a picture of this on your 3DS and it'll go into your game. It's yeah, I found,
4: I found my actual, the physical cards that kind of came with it that were like, hey, if you want to create a 3D object in the world and take yeah. a 3D picture, use these. You can have your your me posing anywhere in a room on this little card we gave you. I found
2: yeah. some of those. It did AR, man. Yeah, yeah. dude, it was
4: AR before AR was a thing.
2: Well, yeah, that's kind it, of what I remember is it felt like the early 3DS was really leaning on the gimmicks. Like, I think we all Mm. can sort of look back on it fondly as this cool successor, but I think it took a while for it to sort of get there. Like, I just remember early 3DS, a a friend of mine had gotten it and was showing it to me. He's like, look at Mario 3D Land. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And he's like, look at these AR cards. You can see your face. And Mm. I'm like, great. Do you have any other games?
3: Nope. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. And and I, I think... Uh, I, I champion this, so I feel bad, but it's like it is literally the end of the handheld era, and no yeah, mobile yeah. is not the exact same thing, and no, neither is the Switch. And if you play Mario sixty four in handheld mode, you're a fucking maniac. It is very <laughs> easy to press the buttons that makes you ground pound and go down very easily. If one of them is mildly nudge, <laughs> I, I fucking hated playing that in handheld mode. Uh, well, but I, th- I like, think
4: I think it's fair to say, yeah, Nintendo's new thing, their next. Platform, whatever it's going to be, will be this hybrid thing again because it's hugely successful for the Switch. Right, so yeah, the right. days of a yeah. dedicated mm. handheld seem superfluous.
3: It's it's yeah, yeah. it seems it seems quaint and it all, but it also means, you know, I I, I we won't. I loved bravely default. I've mm-hmm. never touched Octopath Traveler because it has to compete with a bunch of other games that are meant more for home play. It's right. So right. funny, Chris, because you, you mentioned that we were mm-hmm.
4: chatting earlier today, and we're like, man, are we missing any games on our top five? And then you mentioned, like, well, it was a killer system for JRPGs. And I love JRPGs, but I was like, I haven't played any of the best JRPGs on 3DS just because it was kind of a point in my life where I wasn't... If I was going to dedicate time to a game, I wasn't sitting down with a handheld. I was going to do it on, like, a dedicated console. And I'm like, fuck, I I missed, like, some really good JRPGs. But But it kind of... My entire...
3: My entire time in the game industry went went hand in hand with a three a three hour a day commute. So mm. the 3DS was like kind of one of the most amazing things throughout that entire thing. I, I, yeah, I, I it's not I wouldn't call it Stockholm syndrome, but I have a ton of love for it just for that for yeah. for bringing 3D pseudo 3D handheld experiences and again to optimize your game. For portable play, something you can shut the lid and not have to worry about it. Stay low on the cutscenes, stay low on the load times. Uh, I think it was a great little system, and f- further to its credit, it it's wacky and weird, and not a lot of those games are going to translate well yeah. to anything. So well, a lot yeah. of them will just be lost mm. there.
4: It's funny, because it Woody's talking be- about how much it relied on the gimmick when it first launched. I don't think the system hit its stride until they got past the 3d game yeah like, like the best that's games the on that system thing. aren't remembered as 3d games and like chris said almost always the first thing i did was turn off 3d mode because i think it drained yeah. your battery more and well it was that's hard to look that's at. my yeah. quick
2: my quick question for you guys how many of you guys actually played a game in 3d mode for any two. meaningful amount of time
5: yeah
3: two uh uh mario and luigi uh Dr- uh dream team the fourth okay. one Okay, that yeah. looked great, and Ace Attorney looked great. Everything else was yes. sort of like... And then there was a couple things in one of the games we'll talk about when you really want to, to judge 3D distance. I'm having a hard time with the Switch version of this right now. Oh, uh, even even in 1080 like, I I can't see the distance on this. With a 3D, judging a, a very precise jump, it worked! It, you, it, it <laughs> helped you see where the... It was awesome! I yep, thought it was yeah. pretty neat.
4: I think the one game I always played it in was Luigi's Mansion. Because it had so many 3D gimmicks in that game, like, it it was worth keeping on. And maybe it was because that game doesn't move around a ton because you're kind of in those rooms, you know? So it wasn't... Wasn't giving me headaches I mean, or anything. But, like but that.
3: Monster Hunter Three, for instance, if you turn the three D off, you would get sixty frames a second. So interesting. And I just
2: remember in the early like, this is a system that went through a ton of different models. And yes. I, I love the way it's sort of the final evolved effort of this is like two DS. We're not even yeah. going to include three D as a function. Yeah, not um, bother. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like Playing this three as cool as the three D function is on the three DS when you see it for the first time, like you would turn your head and then you would kind of it would not work. Yeah. Like you yeah. would have to look yeah. at it from such a precise angle. It wasn't but until you got, the, unless you the got that new
0: three D S XL that had yeah, like that thing actually worked. The camera yeah. would track your face, so like if you moved your head it would kind of try to compensate for for your movement and like, okay, that worked a bit better. It still wasn't perfect. Like I'd I'd lose the three D image a lot. Right, yeah. uh, and just see, like, you know. the two overlapping images, whatever. So I, I turned it off more often than not, but I still remember the first time I ever saw yeah. it. Which was at E3 when Nintendo unveiled it at their press conference and then let people see it in the theater when the conference was done. And to do this, you had to walk up to a woman who had it tethered to her belt. <laughs> of course. And you had to stand in front of her and and look at it. And it was really just, like, like these static dioramas that uh, yeah, it it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. the the puzzles that you put together in in Street Pass. Oh, yeah. the,
4: the the puzzles were amazing. Those are some, some <laughs> of the best 3D on that yeah. system were those completed yeah. puzzles.
0: Yeah, but that's that's kind of what it was, and it was just like here, look at how the 3D works. And I remember trying to describe it to people afterward. It's like, well, it's not like it pops out at you. It's more like looking into a window.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a the. Yeah. I think that's the thing that it did really well. And firstly, like, I'm still kind of amazed that this technology works at all, and it works yeah. as well as it does. Yeah. It's really pretty incredible. And as a glasses wearer, you know, I haven't been able to enjoy the uh, the 3D trend as much as other people did back mm-hmm. when that was right. still a trend. But you know, as much as you could want to turn it off at times as well. I think this understood what made 3D work. And that's not shit jumping out at you. The only time that ever works is when it's Jerry <laughs> McConnell's severed penis. The, 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 it's it just it's successful in adding depth and adding height, like particularly yeah. when you're playing Mario or something like that. It feels like he's falling down a hole. You're falling down the hole with him. <laughs> and it feels like uh, you're getting that actual sense of momentum. But it and also it really pulled the, off. The,
4: the thing with games is because you play them so long, like even the best 3D movies like Avatar. Right. Right. Um, our brains adjust in about 15 to 20 minutes and you stop mm. noticing the 3d and so th- that would also happen on the 3ds like eventually you just be like you just think of it as a 2d game and so if anything what i would typically do is like turn a game on in 2d mode maybe flick on 3d occasionally be like oh that looks really neat and then immediately turn it back off again because it's yeah. like, i, I want to appreciate it when it's cool but yeah once you get used to it you're like eh. and, and it also maybe this is just i just have the og model it dimmed the picture a little bit more. It took a little bit of brightness out of the game, which sucked.
2: (laughs) I mean, I will say, like, the the level of improvement between the models is very substantial. Like, from the Mm. original... Original model three D S is kind of an awkwardly shaped thing. The screens are not very big, but by the time you get to the new <laughs> three, three hours d- of
3: battery life. <laughs> yeah, hey yeah.
2: the new three D S XL does a lot better. Like the whole layout is just much more comfortable. Your yeah. your the volume button is not right where your trigger finger is. So,
1: <laughs> although was anybody a fan of the little nubbin on the on yeah. the three D S XL? The, the new three D S XL. I d I, I don't know. With Monster
3: Hunter, yes, but I I never really had to use it with uh, anything other than um, Xenoblades.
5: I think it it was in the uh,
2: Snake Eater port.
5: Oh, yeah. But okay. again,
2: that again that system had a lot of weird, weird ports. Like I don't know of any you can play Snake Eater, uh Dragon Quest Eight, yeah. Dragon Quest Don- Eight,
3: I've played on there for the first yeah. time.
2: Donkey Kong Country Returns. Like it's just a bunch of weird amalgam of ports. Yeah, well, yeah. and then and then S N E
4: S games, because apparently it was the yeah. only handheld powerful enough to run SNES yeah. games. Yeah. S N
3: E S games and, and Game Boy games. Like we haven't had yeah. any Game Boy like Game Boy Advance games Mm -hmm. of any kind on any Nintendo platform, um, and on Switch, I mean. And and, and if nostalgia runs in waves, I, I think I'm ready for handheld gaming nostalgia. Yeah. There's a, there's a
2: Game Boy Advance. It's a the wave right now is GameCube and Game Boy Advance. I can tell you this right now. It's someone who's been selling a bunch of games online. Yeah, that's where the wave is.
3: I can't tell if that's how I feel or I just want an ex- a reason to leave the house. I'm tired <laughs> of being around my games all the time. I'll yeah. send you my yeah. copy
0: of Boktai. You have an excuse
3: to go outside. Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> the sun will be in your hands for God's sake. Oh, boy. <laughs> Herbie Tilton
3: tumble. Where do I sign up?
0: It, um. Yeah, and like I, I was part of that the ambassador program early on. Yes. Like, if you got the first wave of 3DS, Nintendo was like, "We're sorry, our platform sucks. Here's some yeah. free games." Yeah, we're sorry we have
4: to reduce the price within six months, which yeah, we've never done it. before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons I never really parted with my OG 3DSs because it's. It's sorry, Nintendo, but it's still a giant pain in the ass to transfer your profiles from one what? system
3: to another. You get to watch Pikmin drag it over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think. Well, I'm actually surprised that they're only just now shutting down production because I swear these things went off, uh, disappeared from shelves like at least a year ago. Like I remember, no, they're, they're I, still around. I, I, yeah, I, I see them. I needed a replacement for my 3ds because it did that thing where it's like I didn't use it for a long time, then it's like. Oh, the battery's swollen. I can't use this. Uh, oh no! And we had we had some sort of like I needed to play one or two three DS games for the show, and I was like, "All right, I need a replacement." This is a good excuse to buy a two DS. And like, I went to Target, and like, all they had was like two purple two DSs that had Mario Kart. I'm like, I guess this. That's <laughs> sure. I wonder but, if I there's
2: mean, a mad been a mad dash to it since like well, they, they just announced they that. It- Sorry, Oh, I'm just saying since they announced that they ceased production on it, people are like, oh, mm-hmm. man, I better go secure my uh, 2 or 3DS right now. What's weird is they always oh. held
4: their value because I would always keep an eye like, hey, eventually I want to get like the 2DS Excel just to kind of have to be able to play all my games on. And I, I just figured like, oh, eventually they'll go to like $50 on a Black Friday sale.
2: Yeah. It
4: held at 100 like always like that thing never dropped mm. down and so yeah it is surprising like okay i guess they're just done with it now yeah the regular
0: yeah. non-folding kitty 2ds i think had some price drops but uh yeah the,
1: the i
3: think wedge, i think yeah. and i'm really sad i think it, we were talking about playing stuff and I, I think i gave mine away in an area of depression i've totally blacked out because i just can't find it anywhere and i have like a dream did i give this away to somebody I'm just very surprised that your depression corresponds with generosity,
5: because
2: usually <laughs> mine corresponds with hoarding. <laughs>
3: like, I don't know if it's generosity, like, fuck it, man. take it. Nothing matters
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not oh, going to be here next BS week. is here all here that
3: I have
5: left.
2: Shit. No one else can take it. <laughs> I mean, not my knowing my much about depression, I don't, War don't War know that that's yeah. true,
3: but I, I think it is, because I, I know I charged it to play Ocarina and I never would have done that because there's too much data that's tied to me and like unretractable from that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. including my Theater Rhythm DLC. Oh, that's another someone's thing I love using about it. it. to is, steal
0: your identity right now. This is not
3: <laughs> this is not mobile gaming. There was not an excruciating amount of monetization on this portable system. And we only lucked out cuz it was Nintendo mm-hmm. that they couldn't figure it out and didn't care to.
4: Someone somewhere and,
0: sending dick pics with Chris's me on the as the face.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> well, they, to, to look, my swap note. I love yeah, that they're exactly.
0: their one experiment with like microtransactions. Was yeah. a, a game that we, we talked about for inclusion on this list, but it didn't oh, yeah. make it. So like we may as well talk about it now. Uh, the depressed Rusty, dog. <laughs> Rusty's real deal baseball. Yeah, yeah. a, a game of depression. Yeah, a game <laughs> yeah. where you yeah. are haggling with a depressed dog uh, for baseball <laughs> mini games that you might pay as much as four dollars for, unless you really know how to wheedle. In which case, you can pay like I think a dollar eighty for them. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's just, what if, whatever
4: happened? Like, if you if you negotiate too hard, does the price ever go back up, or is it just it hits a, a floor?
2: No. And, and his his down. son will come in and be like, yeah. "Hey, I know when my dad won't go any lower. Don't push ah, okay. him any farther." Mm-hmm. And then he'll just always keep it at whatever price.
5: He okay. Has. Yeah. Okay.
2: It's such a weird premise for a game. Like to me, there's nothing more stressful than haggling. Like yeah, I would right. never go into like, a business and be like, "Hey, whoop. can I get this for less?" And this is a game where like. That's the mechanic of the game. Like, you need to cheat this old sad dog. Like, I know. I'm
3: like, over. <laughs> yeah. will, this, will this get me out of here in one less minute? Double. I'll pay double. Like, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I, <laughs> you, you might not want to vo-
4: volunteer at a phone bank then. If you don't
1: like haggling with people, mm-hmm. don't call voters. and ask. <laughs> no. voter. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> my, my girlfriend's all set up. Thanks to a little advice from Maddie last week on bonus time. Patreon.com. Nice. Nice. Uh, I'm getting set up. <gasps> Hopefully next week, if I can stop making multi... Fucking part podcast.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. Speaking of which, we're 20 yeah. minutes
3: in and we
4: haven't even started the top five. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> let's do
0: it. Yeah, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get into the top five 3DS games according to us. And I just want to make it very clear this is not trying to be a definitive <laughs> list. This is just our opinions. So your mileage may differ. You can argue about it with us in the comments if you want. I'll uh, argue anyway. about it with you about it right now. <laughs> 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 All right, let's take a break. And when we get back, 3DS games.
3: And uh, Total Recall for NES is out. Pretty notorious Oof. for being one of the worst games from one of the best movies of that era. Total
4: Recall this might be wonderful. one
0: of the worst games I've ever played. Honestly.
4: I think the best part about this game is the back-of-box uh, copy. Have you guys read this? No. no. Okay, no. okay. Is there... get ready for lots of parentheticals. You are Quaid, aren't you? You have a good <laughs> job. Your life as you know it no longer exists. And a lovely wife, she's on their side. You're about to take a dream vacation to Mars. They're trying to kill you. It should be fun. Deadly secrets are being unlocked by your mind implant. And relaxing. Only you can activate the oxygen reactor and prevent an interplanetary catastrophe. Wow.
0: Wow. Oh, I just want to say also another thing about the first level of this game that jumped out. (laughs) Uh, Within your first few steps is a cinema that you can go into. Mm -hmm. And in this cinema, you see... The credits for Total Recall of the Game, which I cannot <laughs> believe you people wanted to put your names on this, much less that you put them so close to the beginning.
3: So, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries exclusive specials, you can get the 30 2010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash time in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support... All of the laser time shows, including Vigilium Apocalypse, right, guys?
5: Yeah. 30,
0: 20, 30, 20, and we're back to talk about what
4: the definitive top yes. five 3DS games. If you disagree with us, you can suck our dick and then write to Michael <laughs> at WikiParez on Twitter.
0: <laughs> Tell him how his dick tastes <laughs> and, and apologize for being wrong. <laughs> Let's begin with number five. Now, this might be a weird pick for number five until you realize that we are talking about multiple games here all tied to one specific feature. This is Street Pass Me Plaza. That was oh. that was an excerpt from Find Me, the okay. the RPG that that came with it and was like the the only Street Pass game for a while. Mm. And it was but all sorry. Go ahead. Do you count the amassing random puzzle pieces as a game? I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd say any any part of Street Pass. Uh, okay, that's I
3: think on. that was one of but the earlier are, uh- features. I thought those were amazing little 3D tableaus of things Nintendo currently is selling. Yeah. yeah those are great. No, Available at yeah. Target. And,
5: and then they, every
0: every so often, this is like, oh, I'm so close to completing this collection. Stop giving me the same puzzle pieces. And then like, <laughs> Nintendo's like, surprise, here's 30 more puzzles. And I was yeah. just
4: about to bring that up. I, I learned an all new form of anxiety when they yeah. would add new puzzles. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm never going to get close to finishing, no matter how many E3s I go to. Yeah.
3: And yeah, they weren't. They weren't uh, how, how did you solve them? You street passed as in like uh, connected. You walked past someone up to five. What is it? Ten per. your team, ten per three DS game closed. You like have to empty them until out
4: until they updated it with the new street pass games, and then they you had to buy your an increased queue size. It fucking oh, weird. Are you kidding? I don't remember
3: that.
0: I remember yeah, having um, to pay for the games.
5: Hmm, I,
4: I thought I thought you you had to buy at least one of the new games, and then it increased your queue size. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was free, but it was like for a while there. I mean, we were all in the industry, so we we we, we literally would like carry around our 3ds's and our backpacks or whatever at E3, yeah. and every few minutes go into mm-hmm. like a hallway to empty our queue <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so that we could load up with new tags. It was hard. Our, our buddy,
3: our buddy Scott uh, in studios, he figured out like the distance that it traveled, and mm-hmm. that he, <laughs> this is so weird. Yes, if you travel at a certain time. You'll get caught in traffic, and it works through cars. Yep. (laughs) Oh, so if you're you're caught in traffic, you can fill up your street pass in San Francisco. He
2: planned his commute out of out of finding street pass.
3: It It could be very beneficial. It really could be. It's a
4: very. I took it on on Caltrain a lot, and I would I would get a few tags
1: every morning on Caltrain. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. We got some gaming. I got like
3: five on Caltrain.
1: It's it's more. I, I might be a good, like, dumb-dumb uh, entry point for this because I've never been able to get Street Pass to work. Like, no one's ever been playing really? their game at the same time in the same vicinity that I've been playing mine. Yeah, so I think, I, how, I think how it, does this work for you guys? I mean, I think right it's, now, it's, it's, not at all because we're yeah. <laughs> yeah. never yeah.
0: close to anybody.
1: It's, yeah. Well, it's also it, it,
0: like
2: nobody plays a 3DS anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
4: it's... Well, there there was a switch basically on the side of your 3ds that would like turn on or off this, your little like radio Wi-Fi signal, basically. Right, right. right. Uh, yeah. because I think they had to and have then, these the switch you, for airplanes.
0: Yeah, you just carry it around in sleep mode, basically. Just you close yeah. the lid, but keep and You tag strangers. On. And yeah, and you could be in any game,
4: or you yeah. could just be in the in the menu. It didn't you? Didn't have to be in Street Pass for this to be doing. That's it. true. It's just very yeah. passive,
0: and it would just yeah, it would just automatically pick people up and be like, oh, I have a, get get to work. It's like oh, I picked up some Street Passes on the road or <laughs> whatever. And, yeah. and like it's surreal now because this was such a huge part of my daily life for a while. Like I would just Mm -hmm. check it every day. And then I remembered like, okay, I know people are losing interest in the 3ds, maybe around 2015, 2016, because I went to E3 and I picked up no Street Passes unless I was, like, walking around Nintendo's booth.
4: Mm. Yeah, um, and then you would always get the celebrity Nintendo yeah, folks on like, there. Like, oh, Shigeru that- yeah.
0: Miyamoto. Or- yeah.
3: Ooh, a brown yeah. shirt.
4: It's <laughs> funny you mentioned your, your daily life routine, because mine Street Pass was a little bit of that, but I remember later, and I won't spend much time talking about this, remember when they introduced the UFO I... catcher game on mm-hmm. 3DS, yeah. like, real yes. late in the life cycle? I did that every day, too. That was good stuff. Yeah. My, <laughs> my
3: free five. Like, if, yeah, I, I'm guessing Street Pass didn't work out for the majority of Americans but like we had the added like I'm going to a bar on 2nd Street Ah, I've street passed all of IGN just by walking on the street (laughs) and and so it was like San Francisco uh, in order San Francisco a ton just being in a building full of gaming professionals we would get a ton Uh, working at a gaming publisher we would get a ton Mm. going to conventions your PAX's your anime expos your comic cons we would get a ton and number one and street passing Japan.
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah.
3: Japan, yeah. Japan going there and using street cuz like your American 3DS would work with all of the Japanese ones. It was like you would you could close it like boom and like on a on a Japanese train in rush hour and it would be full fucking instantly. Everyone oh, wow. there is playing 3DS. I remember I saw two Vitas and almost every person was playing video games. Well, in
4: fact, collecting puzzle pieces—that's anima- anim- amateur bullshit. The real meta game is collecting countries. When you would tag oh, someone God. from a new yeah. country, that was
2: the shit. That was really cool. Yeah. I what I what I liked about this feature so much is like your ability to—I mean, it just had the basic me customization of like, what color is your shirt? Do you want to wear a funny hat? But somehow, like being able to customize a me here and carry it around in your pocket, and then like sort of meet other people, actually gave like this sort of personal attachment to your 3DS. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, actually, like, it actually
4: played into that find me game Michael played the clip from. Is remember you had to, you had to get certain color mm-hmm. shirt wearing people to attack certain monsters, yeah. and sometimes you, you would get stuck in that game if you're like, you would just go up to a friend and be like, "Fucking change your shirt <laughs> to green. You <laughs> need a, a green shirt, green.
0: please." Well, it, it was even more pronounced in in uh, some of the later games. Like uh, I think yes. in the third wave, we got zombies. So it's like this survival horror mini game where you'd like wander around fighting zombies and. Depending on what interest you had registered for your me, it would uh, determine what weapon you had. So, if, oh, like, that's like, if you're like, I like being on the internet, you'd like walk around with a <laughs> tablet that you could attack people with, and your your special attack would oh, be wow. online shopping, which like just drops a giant package on your enemies. Wow, mine just said video
4: games and porno. I wonder what my weapon <laughs> <was>. it <laughs> still yes. dropped a giant
0: package. on yeah.
5: your
3: enemies. <laughs> <laughs> And you know that's a joke because Nintendo only lets you pick from like eight different things I to know. like. I, I like horses yeah. and food and the internet and games, and there's nothing else to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> what else
0: is there in life? <laughs> and, and
3: I, I should say that about street, just street Pass in general. Every launch of a social platform comes with a free game of some kind, but they're shitty and not made by Nintendo or Spike Chunsoft, etc.
0: Yeah. These
3: yeah. were high-quality games that you basically were playing with your friend's avatars. It was so cool.
0: I'm curious what you guys thought of this one in particular.
3: This is the, uh, this is the uh, uh, Rochambeau.
0: Yeah, the, the Conquest game. I, I
3: beat it a billion percent. Yeah. I was so proud of that. It took forever.
0: <laughs> I loved it. And I remember people yeah. saying, like, no, that's, like, the shitty basic one. I'm like, no, it's amazing. I love it's it. It's Rock,
3: Paper, Scissors. The, the Haunted Mansion one was the real you, fucking banger. Yeah, that it was, was that's the AAA cool. one. It was huge. It's amazing. It's long. And uh, your friends would fight for you as your own personal Ghostbusters and given powers by yeah. what shirt they were wearing. It was real good.
0: I never liked Flower Town, but maybe I was missing something there.
3: Yeah. I, I thought that was, like... Are people ironically saying they like this because it fucking sucks? I, I don't care. <laughs> this is boring. I don't as want shit. to set up flowers around my house, but here I am. One month of Animal Crossing addiction, looking at everybody else like they're fucking idiots. Like, really, you're playing that game? Clean up your own house.
0: Yeah, I I, I had to hit a hard stop. I'm, I'm sure I've told this story on the show before, but I had to hit a hard stop on Street Pass, uh, and this is like one of the biggest losses in my life of video game stuff. In that, like, so I I was in the habit, up to like 2016, 2017, of just like walking around with it closed, but on in my bag uh, to pick up street passes. And I was walking to work one day, and a rainstorm hit, like really torrential rainstorm. I was caught without an umbrella, and I just had to uh, hoof it to work, and uh, about five blocks of this, and then I... Get in, and I reach into the pocket that my 3DS was in, and I realize uh, it was not waterproof. Oh. In fact, oh, no. it's, it's floating in water and it's off now because it's short circuited. And so I had to send it for repairs, and they sent it back, and like all of my Street Pass data was completely
6: wiped. Oh, no. And all
0: my Rusty Slugger data, too. So I had to pay for those <laughs> mini games again if I wanted to play them, which I kind of don't. No.
1: <laughs> Probably got the gist of them. The, the first I mean,
0: that game is like, yeah. weird. The haggling is the game.
3: It's yeah. the yeah. purchasing exactly. is, is the oh, game. I, I love the rhythm timing of. The, I love I, I love home run derby games. Hmm. So I I was a sucker for that game. Yeah,
0: that was pretty cool. But yes, cool. Uh, Street Pass, Me Plaza, and all the various games. I I actually missed some of them. Like that debuted, I think, in 2016. There was like a ninja one where you would like line up your friends and, and like, it was such a weird concept. It's like, well, you're a ninja and you're supposed to kill demons. But you can only do this while being launched out of a cannon and you can <laughs> only be in the cannon naked. So Jeez. you have to line up your friends so that they'll like launch kites with your weapons and gear. And uh, you have to make sure that those kites will be within your flight path so you can collect them as you fly. Like, I, like,
4: I miss weird Nintendo that's, so much. That, that's You're like just,
0: the, the concept of a fever dream. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I was going to say.
2: <laughs>
4: like like Nintendo, like, hey, um, congratulations for being very successful with, with the Switch, but it's very straight-laced, kind of boring Nintendo. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, but... 3DS was like peak like we're doing awesome store music, we're doing weird ass fucking street yeah. pass games. Like weird Nintendo is best Nintendo. It's cheaper. We have a,
0: a longer leash.
3: Yeah, it's just it's just the reality is like 95% of America these games were fucking unusable and there's no way they made money cuz I can't imagine charging for this street pass stuff that you just couldn't do. Yeah. there was no there was no way I think on the ghost game you could spend in-game money to bring in people you didn't street pass, but other than that, like, you couldn't play this game. Well, I
2: think that uh, the 3DS had, like, a pedometer on it, too, so it would measure your steps as you were walking around with it and then give you coins, like, play coins that you could use to unlock puzzle pieces or hire
0: previous
3: friends back. Right, it it did, Yes.
0: Or, yes, or to hire like... Uh, just, like, random characters in in Find Me and some of the other and, games. And, and fortunately, though
3: unplayable, given its social nature, uh, I guess it's still probably playable. But it has been immortalized in Smash Brothers. It is a stage. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: Find Me. Oh, neat. Uh, well, We should probably move along, though that was great. But is it as great as... Number four. Clearly not.
4: I mean, I think, okay, there's always I mean, just you know random animal sounds the in the end. middle yeah, of it. yeah.
0: it the this. This is Barnyard Blast. No, what is this, Chris? <laughs> I didn't hear it. Uh, Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being asked, then it's Monster Hunter. Yeah, Monster That's Hunter 4 it. Ultimate specifically. And there, there mm-hmm. were three, three Monster Hunters on 3DS.
1: Yeah, there's no. three. Well, yes. oh, wait, there was generations, stories, and then four, I believe, right? Oh,
0: okay. So yeah. three yeah. and three. So oh, I, and I was three, thinking yeah. three, four and generations, but yeah, you're right. Stories totally. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. I mean, three
3: and three thing, and four though. are like your main entries, and generations is like a really great best of It's like a best of right yeah. RPG set in the world. But uh, but whatever. There's no need to mince words. Four is four. U is still the best. It is the Japanese uh, like game plus expansion. That's what America got at the time. Until Monster in World did a simultaneous worldwide release, uh, and yeah, I mean, I think Brett and I had this on Best Games of All Time when uh, really? we did that a few years ago, didn't? We? Yes, I believe he, he nominated because we. There are a few games. I think I put. I didn't put a thousand hours into this, hmm. but I probably got pretty close. Wow, and, and well, I mean, it, I, a I was again. I just told you I was in a good. 3DS environment. Mm -hmm. Uh, B, I also worked at Capcom, the company that made it. That's true. So (laughs) one of the best things about uh, living in the Bay Area is that the power occasionally goes out and you have no internet and no one can work. But 3DS doesn't require internet to play online together um, if you're next to one another. So the whole office would just burst out 3DS. Like the whole office, Capcom office, loved Monster Hunter. We played all the fucking time. Hmm. We played when traveling on planes and airports... Uh, at lunch, it was awesome, and I, and I, I was—I I remember I met some guys at Steam who said the exact same fucking thing. Like huge Monster Hunter fan base there, but I don't think I had like not singling you out, but like people like Michael convinced of Monster Hunter's greatness. But this was like the last piece of the puzzle before World broke through to the mainstream, and um, it's—I so I do think it's the best. It 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 ran amazingly, and is the first with uh, internet. Essentially, if you if you didn't go through the drama of the Wii U and Monster Hunter 3, what was it called, Ultimate, and you would buy the Wii U version, you could transfer your save back and forth through the 3DS and Wii U yeah, remember you with a separate that. app. It And if you forgot the next day and like, ah, I didn't transfer my Wii U profile back to that you'd open up your three DS and find like an empty Monster Hunter game. Oh <laughs> no. like, you, couldn't, you couldn't do shit. Now what are you it was, gonna it, do? It, it was so fucking clumsy for like twenty thirteen. like embarrassingly so and then twenty fourteen came out with internet internet that would be embarrassing to most companies in (laughs) in (laughs) 2014 but for nintendo was a massive step forward and had a ton of people playing and you could search by monster it was just fucking delicious
5: i just remember uh,
3: coming
0: over to your house and like looking at your screen and like there's a just a monster hunter character with two uh smaller guys with huge masks and you're just like doing a little dance and you're like these are my
1: guys
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was that must have been three. Uh, yeah, that was three. Uh my, my cha cha.
1: Hmm. And- I feel like, <laughs> like uh the Monster Hunter series is the series I've worked the hardest to try to get into because
5: hmm.
1: it's like I know at the end of the day this is something I will really like if I can just kind of find an in. And so I've tried a couple times like Monster Hunter World, I've found two complex it was kind of too overwhelming and i just had trouble mm. getting into it and 3 was just a little clunky but monster hunter 4 like grabs you from the first moment like it, mm-hmm. it, this that's this is the game i think if you want to get into monster hunter this is the one you should start with because it yeah. really walks you into it. It introduces you to the world in a very organic way and kind of eases you into the mechanics rather than just throwing you into the deep end.
3: Yeah, it's it, it's, it's been a huge... It was a huge struggle getting Monster Hunter... Because it was a bona fide phenomenon in Japan. Yeah. And you'd have to convince Japanese development to make this extra layer of, like, helping Americans understand what, like... The, the Japanese understand uh Monster Hunter the way like I understand Fortnite this type despite not having played it. I know sure. about V Bucks mm. and there's Marvel characters right now. That's how Monster Hunter always was in Japan, whereas Americans don't know fuck. Like why is my weapon not working in red? Yeah. Didn't sharpen it. How do I sharpen it with a we- mm. it's like all of that stuff needs to be explained yeah. and it's it, it, it's it, a game it, that I makes like, you
0: work at it. It doesn't it doesn't give you a lot. You kinda you kinda need to Come to Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter won't come to you. It, it yeah. gets
3: better with every game, but like in you know Japan's defense, like that was just for us because everybody mm. else sort of understood how to do it. And if you didn't, ask the person you're sitting next to you playing with. On the train to, to on train. Seriously, like <laughs> the, like you you could go you could go to there were there were designated spots when I was in Japan where people strangers would come together to play Monster Hunter. There oh. it wasn't online. You it was ad hoc always, or is that the right term? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you're connected to systems mm-hmm. like via Wi-Fi, but there's no internet involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Monster Hunter, until 4, that's how it works. So for 4, things got real serious. And like I felt like I got real... To explain Monster Hunter, I know we we've done this a billion times. Imagine Street Fighter, um, yet it's a little more like Punch-Out, where, <laughs> uh, where people wink and nod when they're telling you what move they're about to do. The monsters do that as well, but you will need precision timing. You will need to learn. And it's it's not as brutal as playing a real Street Fighter opponent, but like Punch Out, there you ah shit, he's braying, he's about to go, he's about to get mad. I know what he's about to do, and I can prepare hmm. in a split second. So I but uh, I played, it and, a and then bit. and now imagine Punch Out with multiple people. Oh shit, he blinked. All of your friends jump. Boop!
5: Boop! <laughs> punch, punch, punch.
3: Throw out a net. Trap him. Shock him with shit. It's a fucking great.
0: So I, I played a little bit before today and this is one that I remember like, oh yeah, I think I played it for like 20 minutes and set it aside and then like opened my save. It was like, I played for eight hours? And <laughs> I barely remember? It's probably the tutorial. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and But then getting into it, it's just like, oh, it's like Dark Souls. All right. Yeah. No, the, the, the combat dynamic is very similar to Dark Souls where it's just like, okay, a lot of rolling and you're kind of slow to hit so you need to compensate for that and okay yeah, yeah i got it yeah there's uh there's
3: not it's not like waiting for a cutscene for a thing to fall down so you can wail at it for another cutscene. Mm-hmm. it's it was like uh yeah souls people i, I i'll never forget when i played dark souls 3 for the first time people were I thought he sucked at games. How is he doing this? And I think Ryan was just like, he plays Dual Blades in Monster Hunter. He gets real close and knows how to dodge out of the fucking way, and and dodge more than you hit. That's pretty much just what you have to understand. And and most games don't don't train you for that. It's just hit 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 hit. Take damage. Hit 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 hit. Yeah.
0: I also love the emphasis that this series puts on food. Your cat got excited oh. listening to other yeah. cats preparing
1: <laughs> you food in the giant walk. Man. Chris is being mauled right now.
3: <laughs> by by Lil Panther. Mm. Little Panther.
4: Oh, Little Panther you would Swayze. know Those aren't cats, buddy. Those they're are palicos. I mean, but
0: they're Pelicos. cats. They're cartoon cats that walk erect like a man.
3: Palicos. But at, at this point, I think a lot enough people own 3DSs. We've made a ton of initiatives that are, like, you know, like not... All my time with Capcom has like rose-colored glasses, but everything with Monster Hunter does. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest gaming community I've ever met, the friendliest I've ever met. Uh, I, I, I seriously like every every other online. We, we don't, you and I don't play a lot of online online games. Talking to people I'm podcasting with because of how cruel people have been typically throughout. Mm. Uh, online gaming and yes. monster hunter is like no if you if if you fail everybody fails we all share lives here mm-hmm. so like yeah. everyone needs to be as strong See, as everyone for,
0: for else. me that's even worse because it's like what <laughs> if i'm the one that fucks up and i, I, I mess everyone's game up uh, I that's, can't. That's there, there are the ways to save pressure. you
3: there are ways to distract the monster a good a good team a good a good hunting group will be prepared for that shit they won't let you die and, well, and like but even
4: if you die, yeah, like it. Like in my experience in, in Monster Hunter World is like, that's the pressure you face is like, oh God, I'm going to fuck up this hunt. Like, I'm going to be the worst person on this team. But typically there's enough guys that you, you get there that are also killing the monster where even if you're pretty terrible, they're pretty busy and they're not going to notice how bad you're and, being and a lot of the time. For
3: <laughs> Monster Hunter 4, for me, I'm fucking awake an insomniac alcoholic and it's three in the morning for the first time ever. I'm playing with Japanese people who have fucking mastered this game through like a billion <laughs> multiplayer sections, and we are slaughtering. I'm entering areas I have no business in because I'm playing with fucking Japan. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah,
4: I love that that's shit. That's what happens with me with Monster Hunter World. I throw up a flare. Oh yeah, I'm that's a, Monster Hunter World works, works like that now
0: because
3: Japan to help me.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like something out of Dragon Ball. <laughs> Just assemble your own personal spirit yeah. bomb above your head. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, God. Monster Hunter 4, great. Uh, kind of the, the culmination of that series until World came out, obviously. I don't know what I'm talking about, so let's move on to number
1: three. Prom, we have to do something.
3: What do you propose we do?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: <sighs> I see you're awake now. You're awake now? In <laughs> which game? Fire, Fire Emblem baby. Awakening. Yes,
6: never heard
1: of
0: it. I did not expect to love this game as much as I. Oh, did. Oh, it it's so good. I had never gotten into Fire Emblem before this. I was very sour on uh, JRPGs in general when this came out, and this sucked me in so hard. And like, I. Excuse me. It, yeah, no, it, it sucked my dick. This game slobbed <laughs> my So hard. Yeah. So hard. See? Yeah, that's what that's what happens when you try to one up yeah. that crom. That's yeah. why these are so collectible
1: now,
5: yeah.
0: <laughs> this one's never sucked a dick before. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. no, I <laughs> No, well, it's it's funny that we're taking it in this direction because uh, Fire Emblem Awakening, aside from being an excellent tactical RPG, that uh, used the 3D effect quite well in a lot of its uh, anime-ish 3D cutscenes was, at its core, a matchmaking game. Like, one of the most fun things about this game was, like, you recruit all these characters and assemble this army, and then you kind of just, like play matchmaker with your dolls like okay now you spend more time with him and you get your your levels up to a and then then you can get married wow. and then i can add your child to my army <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah there's always been this weird uh well it's not animal husbandry i guess it's like human husbandry aspect yeah, yeah. You know, the, of the fireman begins to it, it was actually missed in three houses the most recent one it was one of those yeah. things it's like fuck i don't i can't do this wow. anymore
0: well, I remember like in Awakening, I think it was tied to the 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 children were tied to the father and or was it the mother? But they they would have like different hair color according to the mm. other parent. Mm-hmm. And then they they swapped that in Fates and uh and then it was just absent it's been absent from the series for a well, while.
2: Well, but... I would say that like Awakening was kind of the sort of next generation of what the Fire Emblem games were cuz like mm-hmm. the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance ones which I played and really liked right when they came out. Um, We're just kind of pretty bare bones like this is a strategy RPG and you run around and you level up your skills. And then with Awakening, they kind of integrate this sort of lifestyle simulator in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like this matchmaking thing. And it's like, oh, really playing through the strategy elements is only half of the game. Like the other half is forging these relationships with your characters. And then three houses is basically like the total evolution of that of we're just going to put a whole other game mode where you're running around this school and like the actual missions are just kind of off to the side
4: which is like yeah. the, the so the visual novel stuff did you think they just took that from like is it valkyria chronicles like are those the games that that have a, a little bit of the uh,
1: visual novel in between the battles that's what it kind of reminded me of visually At hmm. least, like they went with kind of more of a cell shaded look to the uh uh cut scenes, at least yeah, I think they were leaning a bit on Valkyria. It,
4: it worked, which is yeah, not a good, it, it, not
1: a bad thing to draw from. Yeah, what's
4: so funny is my intro to this series because I love Three Houses. It was like after last year's you know game of the year. I was like, "Fuck, should have put that on there" because I p- played it after. But um, the, what I got into my first exposure to the series was that mobile game they did, which I think oh, the, the women are. Yeah, the mm. women on What's Good Game used to call that like Sexy Casino because it was yeah, basically yeah. just like um it was like gachapon where it was like, "Oh, you won this here." I hate I
2: hate how sexy all the Fire Emblem characters are. <laughs> like even even the ugly characters are sexy. Like yeah.
1: it's, That's the world I want to live in, yeah. damn it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Was it was it Awakening or Fates that had the Uh, this is clearly a twelve-year-old girl in a bikini, but it's okay because she's really a three-thousand-year-old dragon.
1: Mm. Oh yeah, I think that was uh, uh, I think that was Awakening. Is that Tiki? Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The 3DS was really where the Fire Emblem series kind of went mainstream. I believe they were like
2: Uh, on on a realm of either being canceled or getting stopped and releasing them in the U.S. Yeah, because the Game Boy Advance ones didn't quite break through to the level, Mm -hmm. but awakening sold so well that they're like oh we're making this a thing now i mean this is a
1: series that's been around in japan since 1990 it didn't come here until what 2000 2002 something like that didn't
4: we get one of the gba ones in that ambassador program on 3ds actually like i feel like there was a Fire Emblem thrown in there and yeah to what he's point i was like okay it's one of these it's one of these like tactical rpgs sure you know it's like Advance
0: wars but not as good
4: but yeah, not yet, yeah, exactly, exactly. So well, it's but, a, advanced um, wars where your guys aren't expendable. Yeah. Mm, yeah,
0: yeah, that's a big... Right,
4: point. right, and that was always the trick, is like, I gotta keep got to keep them alive, wanna, wanna progress the stories, and yeah, you know, build up those relationships with them. And... But then it also had, um, did Awakening and Fates both have the element of like the rock, paper, scissors, where it's like, okay... Yeah, yeah that's, that's, uh, that's always uh, the been fire s-
5: emblem. Well, but, they got well, rid of it in Three Houses. It's not in Three Houses. In, in three houses. Oh, yeah, 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 they took yeah, that sweet. out, yeah, yeah.
0: That's why I was doing so poorly in that game. It's like, well, is, I, this lane shouldn't be doing this well against an axe. What the hell?
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. I think it's, it's, I, it's completely gone. It's weird.
1: Hmm. Awakening, like, and the Fire Emblem games on GBA and, like, DS and, and GameCube, they were all great, but... They had a kind of a reputation of being extremely difficult. You know, there was always mm-hmm. a point in the GBA games, especially where I just couldn't go any further because I'd lost too many people. I'd made you hadn't leveled responses. up your guys right. I hadn't leveled them up right. I didn't bring enough mm-hmm. antidotes, whatever it was. But Awakening, yeah. like, you could argue that maybe it was a little too easy compared to some of the other games. But like, I feel like I feel like they struck a really good balance with Awakening. Like, and it it really helped kind of. Make it more accessible to people who would be afraid of the series before that, and well they also gave I think this was the
2: first game that gave you the option of having your characters not actually die, yeah. like they'll die for the mission, but then they'll come back later, mm-hmm. which yeah. actually in all honesty kind of ruins the game, yeah, because
1: your characters just become unstoppable tanks yeah <laughs> um, yeah you know that's that's the thing it's like weirdly that's always been the hook for me is that you can lose your characters, which means. You get attached to your characters, which means you Mm. get involved in what they're doing, and that Mm -hmm. makes even kind of the most boilerplate kind of JRPG nonsense plot, it makes it involving because you care about these people. For me, the hook is 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 that my characters become
0: (laughs) Invincible Tanks. there you go that's a good
2: that's that's less fun than it sounds when the enemy just runs into you and bounces off
4: but it it is weird that like yeah most of these tactical RPGs I think suffer from that problem even Wargroove from a few years ago like Mm -hmm. had that problem where you just hit that difficulty barrier and you're like fuck okay it's another one of these whereas Fire Emblem was like nah if we're gonna if we're gonna make this a little bit more mainstream we gotta let people finish the fucking game yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and they they figured it out, and then and but there's it's 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 not easy by any by any means, but it's also like there's tons of depth there as well for the super pro players. Like I oh, thought I was pretty good at Three Houses until I talked to yeah. a coworker of mine who like is super min maxer, and he's like, oh, well, I figured out if you do this during the tutorial, that'll get you started on this, and I'm like, holy shit, yeah. And like yeah, I mean even you know both both of the games on the 3ds did that as well. They're just especially with the 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 marriages and and stuff and when you have the kids it's like yeah there's so much depth if you take the time to explore it it's a really you know rewarding experience as a tactical rpg
0: uh fire emblem also introduced one of the coolest female characters in nintendo's canon
5: wait you're you're a woman
7: and quite the actress too honestly i'm surprised you didn't figure it out until just now
0: yeah, Crom's daughter Lucina, who comes from the yeah. future and is the reason all of your kids are immediately grown and combat ready. Right. <laughs> yeah. they're all coming yeah. from the future.
1: Yeah, plot gets a little crazy in the middle there. Mm-hmm. But well, look, but I, Lucy... I don't think I've
0: gotten that far in the game.
2: Yeah, yeah. My yeah. mind is blown.
1: I... <laughs> Lucina's, yeah, Lucina's fantastic and uh, a very solid Smash Brothers character right now, too, as is yeah. Krom, actually. And Robin, yeah. you know, People complain about all the Fire Emblem characters in Smash Brothers, which I get. Yeah. But you know, they're <laughs> solid. They're fun to play,
4: and you got hundreds to choose from. So
1: yeah, exactly. Hundreds, literally hundreds. I guess I, wanna, was, I play was the technic- guy with like the pot on his head.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. I think I married him off to the underage dragon because they're like <laughs> you both. You both seem underage. So yeah. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Go marry
2: children. <laughs> marry. It's, yeah, it's somehow less creepy. This yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a mild spoiler with Lucina, but I don't think of it that way because, like you said, she's in Smash. She's all over the place. She's a big, marketable character. Um, Yeah. Her figmas are very expensive now.
5: Uh, Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I don't like the story. I love the Fire Emblem games, but the stories bleed together so much, especially because all the characters are just, like, beautiful, generic anime people. Yeah. Like, I just, I can never keep what is straight.
0: Yeah, it's like Coden level where it's just like, I vaguely have a grasp of your yeah. personality and who you are, but... Yeah. Soikoden is a good a good comparison. Everyone yeah, has yeah, All yeah. you
2: need is one sort of personality hook, and you're like, okay, you qualify. Yeah. Yeah. You're a beefy okay. well, guy with an axe. You count as a character.
4: <laughs> for me, it's more like you when you're playing, you super know their names and you're into it, but then like mm-hmm. literally a day or two when you're done with it, you're like, I can't remember
1: any of these people's <laughs> names. <That's what> <laughs> I, and, I was and then you play the sequel and you yeah. can't
0: keep any of it straight.
1: Right, yeah, because they they rarely ever like bring characters like across multiple episodes of the. None series, of the games
2: so. have anything to do with each other, right? Like in terms of story, aside from maybe conquest and birthright or
5: whatever.
1: Uh, yeah, they've of- yeah similar lands and like some similar themes and yeah, a couple of like I think they're they're common figures. characters
0: like Ike and Martha are reoccurring.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and there's like a there's like a shared history with all of them, but yeah, they're all pretty independent.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is my favorite game on the 3DS. I think Awakening is my. Is my I think it's just uh, a wonderful. I, I kind of want to replay it right there's now. So <laughs> many Fire Emblem games on there. There's four Fire Emblem games on the 3DS. Yeah, so we you... get uh, we get the two conquest games, and then we get uh, Fire Emblem Fates. Or no, it, no, it, it was Echoes. Th- it was the yeah, two which, Fates is, games which is which is a remake of I think
2: one of the early like NES or Super yes. NES games. Yeah, right, was
0: just like Fire Emblem Gaiden or something originally. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So do you yeah. guys
0: count the uh the Fates games as, as different games? Like I, I just Oh you Be- know what it. it's Dude. one of those things where like you could pay twenty bucks if you if you bought one you could pay twenty bucks to get the other one. And then yeah. I think it was an another twenty bucks to get like the third episode, which was basically a third game. Yeah, it was kind of dirty. Was,
1: I don't know. Like it was like or you could get it as DLC later. Yeah. yeah like yeah. I, I I was a fan of those games games i was not a fan of that release model that was irritating yeah. especially <laughs> as somebody who's trying to collect every like fire emblem thing like mm. that was super annoying to me but uh yeah I, I would i think they're distinct enough games right like after mm-hmm. the first what four, three or four chapters they become pretty yeah. pretty yeah. different yeah and um, their plot wise they're completely different
0: but
4: yeah 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 I'm really glad for Three Houses though they they put both they put three campaigns on just all in one. It was, it was six mm. different though because it's sixty dollar game, right? Yeah. But it's like okay, they're all here and then. But even then, the DLC for that one was super expensive. Like they, oh yeah, they, they, it was like whoa. Okay, I'm gonna pay the. But I, I guess you realize it's, it's sort of an all new campaign. Yeah, whereas, is,
0: is did Fates add the thing where you can like pet your soldiers with the touchscreen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was weird. <laughs> that was very strange. That was very strange. Yeah. Uh, to improve your, your, your relationship level with them. Sh- Show <laughs> me where the stylist touched you. Show <laughs> me where the stylist touched. Yeah. <laughs> oh right. yikes. All right. Uh yeah, one of my favorite series for sure, but uh we would be remiss if we did not pay tribute to Number Two
4: It's a Go Time. <laughs>
0: Very distinctive theme for which game? Ugh, Super, Super Mario 3D Mario. Land.
4: 3D land.
3: <laughs> yeah. Hey, why wasn't it- I lied and said that Tanooki was coming back? <laughs> uh, but it was,
1: but it sucks. <laughs> it, oh,
5: that's it, right. It was this alright.
1: was the first time that came back, wasn't it? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: sort of. Yeah. 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 I mean, it still, it still sort of worked. It just did. I think the like a low key secret for 3ds. I went I bought on eBay immediately when the three DS came out, um, Super Mario sixty four DS. Right? Right, right. Which worked phenomenally with the analog stick, yeah. which was like the oh, biggest complaint yeah, about the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To begin with. But like But everyone sort of assumed there's no point in making a three D Mario game for this system. Like how would it work? How would you be able to see and I think it's a remarkable feat of design, and and uh, the perfect example of something designed exclusively for the 3DS. Yeah, uh, a, a fuck off 3D Mario game, and and the way it's structured is just like I remember playing it. And I'm like, this is this works, but this is like uncut babby shit. <laughs> this is this is the first z- two zones of Crash Bandicoot, and then the other half of the game is like, yeah, is that what you thought? Fuck you! <laughs> this is hard as shit. This is <laughs> the end game. Uh, the latter half of the game is fucking crazy, and we're also at, at, like at a time like um, I don't know. I felt like we were at a glut for like at this point. Uh, I feel like my cup runneth over with 3D Mario games nowadays. Sure. But that wasn't always the way. Well, and we never thought one would show up on the 3DS. It used to mean and, like
2: a 3D Mario game meant something like very specific. Like a 3D yeah. Mario game is like this is a huge system selling adventure. With, like, Mm -hmm. levels spanning and, like, no, it's all, like, very integrated into this overworld. And then, like, your 2D Mario games is where you get sort of the New Super Mario Brothers throwaway type of thing.
5: Yeah. And, like, I feel
2: like this game really was able to merge that and be like,
3: this is a... And no no offense, New Super Mario Brothers 2 is, to me, the best possible version of that game, period, 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 with fantastic Street Pass moments. Sure, sure. And... But I do uh, think but, that but, the like, new
2: Super Mario games intrinsically
1: are weird to play. Like they don't they don't feel mm. right to me. I th- I think uh. it's kind of what Matt was talking about about like uh, uh, corporate Nintendo, like in yeah. the, as opposed mm-hmm. to weird Nintendo. Like the Galaxy games were weird Nintendo, and that's why yeah, those really stand out. But like the, yeah,
3: there's there's yeah, there's nothing weird about this at all. No, no. it's actually pretty safe. But it, it is.
1: Effortlessly fun and like exceptionally well developed, and it feels kind of like they just made a two D Mario game yes. and just let yeah. us explore a little deeper. Yeah, like and Agreed that's I think know. that's why it works really yes, well. I agree yeah. with
3: that. And you you think you think the three Ds should have been like a glut of like low poly. 3D platformers but it really wasn't no it had ports of shit Mm -hmm. and like Rayman and Mario 64 are nice to play but like they're really old yeah and of course they can run this hardware but this was something different and I thought it was so fucking impressive and again it was only diluted by like the camera's in really tight Mm -hmm. it it feels Mm -hmm. a little like a Crash Bandicoot game with, but with Mario physics um and then, like, this looks, this is a really cool way to optimize this for a portable experience. And the next game they make, the only 3D Mario game for Wii U is 3D World, which is like, these are all the mechanics. This is foundationally 3D Land, yeah. which was done. Yeah. But with, I was with say, portable they're platforms.
4: They're similar games, aren't they? It's, it's oh, very, very, they're much very like similar like games in,
3: in that, like. Other. Yeah like play if you're playing anything in the 3D collection there's a lot of ways for you to fall off the world and <laughs> die and and there's it's harder to do that in both of the th- the games with 3D in it uh, Jesus, this is confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Also, speaking of babby shit, wasn't the and, and no
3: speed, no sense of speed in in either mm, game? Right. Yeah.
0: W- wasn't Land the one that had the golden Tanuki suit that pissed everyone off? Where yes. it's like, if you lose a couple of times, it'll just say like, here, you want a permanent invincibility? And like,
3: yeah, it even yeah, had fine. the, the P wing too, but yeah. you'd earn it after sucking.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, but you didn't have to take yeah. it either. It was also just like, yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah.
3: You no, know, no, you didn't have to. You didn't. You didn't have to do it. And uh, it's still on our YouTube channel. I think I'm only wrong in that Mario Maker exists in Mario 3D World. The when you beat both versions of the game, which takes some doing, the the last level is, I think it takes about five minutes to beat, which is really long for a Mario game when you're only running forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the hardest official 3D level of any three D Mario I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, it is yeah. merciless. And I spent hours on it and I finally captured video of it um from a three DS. And it's only it's mainly interesting to look at for how bad a three this is direct capture from a, a Japanese moderate modded three DS. Mm. Um I'm glad I still have that at least. Um, it, it, it looks like absolute shit. <laughs> like, well, the resolution like when, is pretty, when you're pretty low at like, on,
4: on the 3ds screens. It's,
3: right? it's it's in the 240. When Nintendo, if you you know if you didn't work at a publisher, you might not know. Nintendo requires 3ds footage to be shown in like YouTube videos, either inside of a, an actual 3ds frame, right? Uh, but never full screen. You can never full screen the footage because it's it's so it looks uh, bad. shitty. It looks it's bad. like it's yeah. sub yeah. it's sub Mario 64 on the Nintendo 64. It looks real bad. Yeah, but. Uh, it, but it, it's i love this fucking game. Yeah. Does it does anyone else feel like yeah, this game gets forgotten
4: about or like overlooked maybe because yeah. 3D World just was like here there's there's
0: this game but now it's on a console I mean, like Sometimes this this came out i think in the first year like in 2011. Yes.
2: And this might have been a launch the, game? Question mark. No. No, no, no. It wasn't okay. A no.
1: Game. But it was it was close enough but like Yeah, it was yeah, in the I, first year. I'm, no, I'm do you remember you the at, launch like, games were the
3: the fucking submarine yeah, game, Steel and, uh, Diver, and but there yeah, was that yeah. Street
1: Fighter, that really good Ghost
0: Recon, uh, is it Shadow Wars? I forget the the uh, the tactics one, and there was yeah,
1: like a, you yeah. nominated, Street, I'd never Street heard, Fighter, of it. right? I think there was a Street Fighter, yeah, something. Street Fighter Four. But yeah, but yeah, I think Matt's right. Like I, I think this one does tend to get forgotten, and I think a lot of that is because uh, it's pretty short. Like you can blaze no. through this game pretty quickly, or at least I did. I you, you
2: only blazed through half of it, Steve. Oh well, I have not played the you, enough yeah. Of
3: yeah. Like, did you play the last level? The last level will fucking kick your dick in the dirt it, man it is it is, it is ruthless well you play I'll, through I'll like the game. eight
2: worlds or what, whatever it is I think that these games get forgotten because the ones that have this sort of overworld level structure just mm-hmm. aren't quite as memorable as yeah. like you know, Sunshine is not a game I'm crazy about, but everyone kind of remembers that Delfino Plaza theme, yeah, yeah. and it gives it a sure, real definitive sure. identity. Here, you're just running over blocks. Sure, but you right. get through those eight worlds, and then you get into the underworld, where the difficulty really cranks up, and it's a whole another. It's equal size of the game as
5: well.
4: But it's also yeah. like... No, it's like old-school Mario. Like there, there's depth. There, there's more to do. Like You can beat it very quickly, but it's like you want to go back and get all the... Does this one have the big coins that New Super Mario yeah, yes. does? Or has, yeah. 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 yeah,
5: yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it's funny you should say depth because I feel like this is one of the few games to where the the three D feature really felt essential. Yeah, yes. it felt yes. most yes. essential was in these like it would it would just go like the camera would pull up into like a top down isometric view, and you'd get these ridiculous ass jumping puzzles. Woo! 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 Where. You know, it would be really easy to fall off a cliff and very difficult to judge certain distances. So the 3D feature came in really handy. It's like, okay, actually, no, this block on the left is higher than the one on the right, so I should jump from that to this. And, yeah, it... it it was something that not a lot of other games did, even on a system that was ostensibly built around 3D.
3: It's a deleted tweet I had from earlier. Mario 3D Mario games where it's always noon. <laughs> uh, you, can see, you can see where your shadow is right mm, beneath you at yeah. all If time. the
1: sun goes down, it's because he's trying to kill you. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yes. Even even in this
3: last level I'm looking at right now, it's in fucking space and it's still noon.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean what I'll say about this game is this is a 3D Mario game built around like just a bunch of jumping puzzles instead of exploration mm. and like it's never frustrating.
5: No, Like, it's yeah. only
2: frustrating when the level is deliberately designed to be really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. It's not actually
1: frustrating of, like, oh, I misjudged where that platform was, which is an accomplishment in of itself. It's one of those games that uses lives, but it's so liberal with them yeah. that, like, they might as well not even be there. <gasps> yeah. Like, in my yeah. current game, I've got, like, 57 lives, and I'm just like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm never going to go through all these. Now, so, now yeah. is this
4: a game that you think is stuck on 3DS because it, it takes advantage of the dual screen
0: in yeah,
3: a way that be. you could never port it? it- it shouldn't be. It's it's developed with an engine that yeah. could and definitely I mean, re-render some polygons. And, it's
0: very playable on 2ds. Like the 3d feature does feel. important, oh, sorry, yeah. but it's it's entirely playable without it. Well,
3: I'm
4: not even talking about
5: the 3d I, I feature. Could be, I'm you talking could, the you could port this to another feature. system now.
3: Oh, yeah, no, you no,
5: don't need no need not the at all. At all. I, so that, yeah, that's, that's really, really only
0: comes so Yeah, so that kind yeah, of
4: really proves my point like of like. Like no one was was bringing this up when 3D All Stars was announced. No one was like, "Okay, you're missing Galaxy Two and 3D Land as well, right?" Like we should just... have.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. we
0: weren't really expecting them to do any handheld.
2: Stuff. But again, like I feel oh, like yeah. these games of like this is sort of I think of more as part of like the new Super Mario Brothers series that yeah. are built on like finding those three big coins yeah. and yeah. these sort of level select. Whereas the, those other games that were in the 3D All Stars collection are like the Mario Adventure series. like yeah, I, right, I, I, yeah. they're, they're kind of their yeah. own thing.
4: But this was a yeah. big deal in that it, it was it, a, an original Mario platformer for the handheld system, which really hadn't yeah. happened since original yeah. Game Boy Mario platformer. There have been I'm no portable 3D stuff. Mario games.
3: I'm not counting yeah. the news. It is the only portable 3D Mario game, mm-hmm. like, uh, right. period.
4: Right, and, it, and it's yeah. all original. And so at <laughs> the time, it was a big deal, like, oh, my God. Because up until that time, you'd had like okay, sixty four remake for the DS and stuff, but it's like right, they're doing right. a, a full three D Mario platformer for just for this handheld system. That's kind of a big deal, and also was kind of an indicator of like, hey, the three DS needs some help. They need they need to call in Mario, get Mario in here. And mm-hmm, right?
3: because yeah. if you're if you're a one if you're a giant Mario nerd, it was also there was some dripping with desperation in that like. Everyone's been asking make a direct sequel to Mario three. This is the closest I think you'll ever get because mm. it is pu- 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 pandering oh, yeah. to mm. Mario three mm. fandom, yeah, 100%. slavishly so. There's there's a couple of new Mario elements, newer Mario elements, but almost everything is stuck inside what three was. Also, it's color palette wise and everything. Is
0: this the only 3D Mario where Mario can become non super? Like he can shrink down? Yes. Yes, he shrinks yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. his voice changes, too. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs>
0: so I'm a little troubled by the implications of this, because if... Mario is by default super in this game, and he's shrinking yes. down to regular Mario. That means his natural speaking voice
5: is very high-pitched,
0: <laughs> like even more so than his usual one. He's shrinking to
4: a Mario <laughs> Mini, and so you're going to put him basically Lemming-style on a track, and he's going to somehow try to get around and, and confound mm-hmm. Donkey Kong. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Mario <laughs> Minis. Do
4: not sleep on Mario Minis. I love that series. Oh, those mm-hmm. are so great. But but yes, Michael, this is it, is... it is weird that, yeah, this is the only one where he does... Sh- Because that's like a, you would think that's like a core thing of Super Mario games is like, yes, Yes. Mario eats a mushroom and gets big. And it's like, since the 3D games doesn't happen, like, like, no, we're not doing that anymore.
0: Yeah. It's too difficult to uh, have, you know, things target the different sized 3D models, probably. Who knows? Um, Anyway, let's move on to our undisputed ironclad. love that orchestral remade theme. Oh yeah! Oh, what yeah. game is this?
1: this be <sighs> the Legend, Legend of, of Zelda: Zelda. Uh,
3: Link Between Worlds. Yes. You know, I chose this because I thought it would have like more of a reach, and I thought this would have. Been... Typically, Zelda games tend to outsell Mario three D games, mm-hmm. and this is not the case here. But also, this is a pack in, so those numbers are fucking bugaboo.
5: Is yeah. it a
1: pack in? Uh, we, uh,
3: Mar- uh, Mario 3D Land was eventually oh, a okay. Oh, okay. Um, and,
1: I think there were versions yeah. of Zelda as well. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's you know the, it, Zelda is kind of the it's it's the Meryl Streep of of video game lists. You know, it's <laughs> like you you want to be mad that it's always number one, it's always the best at everything, but then you play it and it's just like, yeah, okay, no, this this is great, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You can't dispute this. Like this is just like effortlessly fun and great.
4: I'm I'm and gonna lay out uh, this it's, segment it's, a little bit because I like this game, but I know you guys love it a mm-hmm. lot more than I love this game. Yes. I think it's a very fine well, I, I think
3: Zelda it, game. I think the the worst Zelda game in the world is not the CDI games, it's Twilight Princess. Wow. Hot take. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. I mean that, that that half of that is a hot take, but worst like my than the least favorite on, really. My least favorite game that Nintendo made with Zelda is Twilight Princess, because that is just like the end of whatever that is. And I'm just glad you didn't say Spirit I, I, Tracks, because
4: I, I, I would have had to fight you. Well, A lot I of people say Spirit, spirit,
5: spirit Tracks. tracks. Yeah. I'll I, I, say Skyward I Sword, Sword myself. Skyward
4: right. Sword is garbage. Yeah, but, Skyward Sword did <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of another TL Look, Just because take, that's
3: the only Zelda game to have medically hurt me... <laughs> T- Speaking
4: of TL's bad takes He loves Skyward Sword He thinks it's great and I'm like, No,
3: I, I know a ton of people who love Skyward Sword It just it's fucking great. hurt me to play yeah.
4: Skyward Sword is the only Zelda game that I have fallen asleep while playing I was so bored playing oh that shit God. Lots it of cutscenes,
3: baby Lots of cutscenes mm-hmm. But like that, the evolution We, when we talk about, uh, I think Breath of Wa- the Wild Is up there with the top five games of all time And, and, and part of getting to that open world Zelda thing the, the pathway to that belongs to Link Between Worlds, yes. which not only is it not—it's a—it's a official sequel. Whatever, that's totally meaningless. Yeah, to it, it, uh, it, link it's to the not, path, but it,
0: not connected no. by story to uh, Link. No, to but but like
3: it's—it's really. it's beautiful if you spent a ton of time as a kid memorizing these areas. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great, but that it's—it's it's meant to be done in any order. I really fucked. I never read guides for Zelda. I'm like, I'm using this new weapon I found, and it's not doing anything to this boss and someone's like you don't have to go to that boss and bosses don't have a weapon you use once to be weak against because zelda got rid of that like what (laughs) yeah oh good i can do whatever i
4: want see i think that's the part that kind of broke it is to me that's part of the 2d zelda formula is okay you're gonna have to do dungeons in a certain order to get certain weapons that fight the bosses this was the first game though that not only did, did it change that they just rented you any weapon you wanted with that stupid guy that the yeah, is a rabia, bunny, right?
5: Yeah.
0: Mm.
4: yeah. Yeah, And he, I, he moves I was into your house and
0: fan. turns it into a store. <laughs> it <laughs> fell.
4: Okay, so you talk about how people hate the gold tanuki. I hate the bunny rental guy cuz I think it ruins it ruins the formula for this game. I know why they did it. It's like, "Oh, we're going to make it a little bit more casual." Like, you know, your average joe can get in this and not have to worry about the order. I'm like, "Yeah, but then What's the point? What's the purpose? Well, the point there is the that disagree—that
0: in Breath of the Wild where they right. give you all the abilities almost right off the bat because it removes that need to find the item that is the key to all the puzzles. You can just get that, and then it becomes more about the design of the puzzles themselves. They become right. their own discrete sort of challenges that aren't dependent on you first going to this other room and mm-hmm. finding this... The bow and arrow or the hook shot or whatever. In
3: any direction you walk, you will find adventure. You will not find barriers Mm -hmm. and you will not find locked doors. Everything is open to you. And like, and if I, a lot of Zeldas wrapped up in my childhood, a lot of Zeldas wrapped up in Miyamoto's childhood. Who said it was inspired by him walking around in his wooded backyard, like hoping to find adventure and, you know, kind of never finding that. Things he wanted to find. And in that sense, it's the ultimate realization of what Zelda is supposed to be. Like, just you walk this way, mm-hmm. something crazy happens, and you deal with it. Not come back forty hours later yeah. when you sort have. Sort of.
4: Like, I, I don't know. To me, that that's part of the we talk about like Metroidvanias. There's there's also sort of like Zeldavanias. Like like uh, Dark Siders would be one where it would, yeah. which is that formula of like yeah you kind of need this weapon before you can go somewhere. And so I'm okay with that. And when they I, I get what you guys are saying. It, to me, I was just like, eh, whatever. yeah, whatever. I, I like, still. By treat- the way, I,
3: before we get male, I like Twilight Princess. It's just my least favorite Zelda, and clearly, It's the, I like the, this the game end of, the, of the road for that formula. Just because no one else could afford to replicate that formula every five years, like Nintendo did, doesn't mean it was the one you had to hang your hat on. And hmm. this showed this show that like Zelda can still be Zelda and do something completely different. Hmm. And 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 well, I, it's still I got very
0: much the same in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I, I like that it blended, you know, kind of the best of both worlds. That it had this familiar top down landscape with all the bright colors. And also, we got to hear Link scream a lot. <laughs> 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 so it's not a Zelda game if it doesn't have that hop hop harop
2: Do you think they're ever going to give us an option in a Zelda game, like a little slider of Link scream? And like you could turn <laughs> it up or down? Because that would be. That would be welcome. Yeah. I remember yeah. uh, when I first got uh, Ocarina of Time, my mom came down and she's like, Hey, this game looks pretty cool. Maybe you could show me how to play this. And then Link started making noise and she's like, Never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, I would like to point out the irony that this game on the three DS, most of it or some of its puzzles rely on a mechanic where you go entirely into two D, where three D no longer matters and uh, you basically yes. are two D drawing on walls. Well it yeah. does
0: it does kind of matter in that like elevation matters, but yeah, just just because Becoming that weird little painting and sticking to walls and going through portals from high roll into low roll mm-hmm. popping out the other side.
4: Which then became my favorite part of Mario Odyssey
5: Yeah, was
4: when, when he becomes 2D Mario. Like I think Nintendo took that like people really love that mechanic in Link to the <laughs> World so okay, let's throw that in the next Mario game. Oh, yeah.
3: Wow, I never thought
0: of that. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a good um, point.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I mean, kind of kind of playing devil's advocate with this game, Like I don't think there's anything here that's terribly, terribly innovative in the sense mm. of like, oh, I've I've never seen anything else quite like this. I think what Link Between Worlds has going for it is that it just feels good. And that that's like kind yeah. of a it's kind of a cop-out sure. way to say it, but like it's cali- it. it's calibrated to be so perfectly fun. Like I I don't, Link moves I don't think at the exact is. level I want him to move. Like the story progresses at the exact pace I want it to progress. And it because just moves it, along so swiftly.
3: If yeah. you're limiting to talking about Portable 3D Zeldas—they're always shadows of what is defined on consoles, right? right. Or they, or they and do
4: something totally weird and different, like Spirit Tracks did, right? Which is like, I hey, we're going to. I don't get think weird that
3: right was it had a co- it had a couple weird things going for it, but that is the shell was similar to, you know, Phantom Hourglass, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. mechanically,
2: uh, another weird and, game, and, Oh, very weird, <laughs> yeah, yeah. another weird which was <laughs> similar weird
3: to game. to the. Um,
4: uh, oh, God, what's the GameCube Zelda game? Yes, uh, which we now we know, for, thanks to Mario Sunshine we we coming
3: out on 3D All-Stars, the best Nintendo platform ever made. I love GameCube. I, I game chose Cube's this amazing. as like, uh, I like Mario 3D All-Stars more personally, and Monster Hunter, and Theater Rhythm, which hmm. isn't even on here. Hmm. But 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 uh, but, but I, I fucking fell head... I'm not super nostalgic for Link to the Past. I probably played it the most next to the first Zelda, like over and over again, uh, beat it several times. I appreciated that, but that's not all I need. Does, that alone doesn't like, does not a game make. But like, I just thought this like like just breaking tradition. I'm also a Last Jedi fan. Sick of Star Wars. New episode this <laughs> week. Suck a dick. Uh, the, like uh, Last Jedi. Like fuck the past. Like do something different. And, yes. and playing through the remaster Twilight Princess. Like fuck, this is stuck in the past and so boring. Like I like I, I hate this. This, <laughs> this progression is terrible, and 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 a little bit again. I'm working adjacent to the games industry, at least at this point. Everyone's talking about like what'd you do, and like fuck, I hit this weird turtle dude, but my fire wand didn't work. I'm like, fire wand doesn't work only against like fire. L. We all have different stories for the first time since I'm a little kid. Because Zelda, you could call it this one being dumbed down and family friendly but Zelda's been kind of handholdy with you
5: yeah Mm -hmm.
3: uh, Mm -hmm. this whole time and there are some there's some hard shit here and if you tackle it first you might have a weird experience, but, like, mm-hmm. I thought it was thrilling all throughout. And, like, I cannot – I am not someone who gets excited when someone says open world anything. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I want to I play a Red Dead game, by the way, in a closed world because there's a <laughs> lot of boring shit that can be cut out in between. Just a but, bunch of oh, hallways. Open world re- <laughs> – Five-minute well, cut of like, scene
1: a, of skinning a bear. Yeah. yeah, just a bunch
3: of load screens. Like, if, if, if you're just going to give me a load screen, why do I still have to drive? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> red Dead – uh, but, like, yeah, like, I, I thought Link Between the World was is the Zelda essence distilled. Oh, and the funniest thing ever. If you've never seen that, that 3D image of how they made all that shit, everything in Zelda uh, has a 3D gangsta lean because um, of oh, how they designed yeah. it to make it look isometric, like Link to the Past. Oh, hmm. funny. Like, everything is leaning, leaning way
1: back. Oh, the so they oh, kind okay. of like, viewable yeah. from top and, down. That's great. That Yeah, actually... where Sprite... Sh- like, we we played uh, uh, Zelda's Adventure not too long ago for a Patreon episode on our show, okay. and uh, mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out, like, how those people could possibly be standing for you to be able to see that much of their faces from the yeah. top-down angle. They're just, like, walking around with their chins in the air the entire time. Yeah, it's crazy.
3: Yeah, and because they're not pixels, you can they, the, the, Nintendo released, I think, two screenshots of what it looked like from the side, an, an angle you'd never see in the game.
1: Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
3: But I really dig it, in, um Zelda Zelda and Mario games need to innovate I think more than any other Nintendo platform. Hmm. And I'm I'm not calling I'm not throwing shade at anything else but uh, a lot of Nintendo shit is more of the same with a new gimmick. Um but th- th- I don't know. Nintendo needs to inno- like Zelda needs to innovate and I thought the 2D stuff, you know, it's not the greatest thing in the universe but it wasn't obtrusive. I'd rather I'd rather be a 2D painting on a wall than a fucking wolf ever <laughs> sure yeah fair, <laughs> there, there, yeah.
5: there what about a painting of a wolf
2: where how a
3: painting yeah fine a painting of
2: a wolf with okami yeah, yeah that's
4: true yeah, yeah, there you go there you go now we're talking
3: <laughs> you think it would have been they'd been yeah you think it would have been Shit. fast friends now
4: you are giving me guilt for not finishing okami again like every time yeah. i fucking start that game and never
0: finish that's it that's okay and, i've only started that game like 4 times that game is really long game just the tutorial is super long Everyone says that whenever
4: when anyone says that about a game that that to me might be my biggest turn off. But actually, mm. uh, to come back to Zelda, this one's not an overly long Zelda game, which I do appreciate. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's it's, it's a refinement. I, I think they peaked for 2D Zeldas. A Link to the Past is probably it's it's hard to get better than that. And what they and what they accomplished here is like we've managed to even refine A Link to the Past a bit more. And I'm like, hey, you know mm. what? That's good that's congratulations you've you've improved upon what I thought was the perfect 2d Zelda game so so bravo there
2: you know? yeah yeah I mean what I'll say like I think one thing about the 3ds game library that is really endured is like it has a lot of sort of high to middle grade level games in a lot of Nintendo's big series like you have a very good Metroid game, a very good um, yeah. Zelda game, and it, yeah. there's even a Kid Icarus game, a very good Mario game, and it's like none of these would be like a go-to of like this is my favorite. Let, let me one of let these.
3: me just replay that. You did not put good in front of the Kid Icarus game.
1: I did not. <laughs> I haven't no. played the Kid Ickers game. I don't know. Is that any good? It's, it's do
3: you do you not have the exclusive like a hand caddy that <laughs> yeah. It, yeah.
0: It's yeah. a yeah. difficult I remember it being like physically challenging to play. Mm, yeah, Maybe. let me ask you
4: how much how much do you value typing or using your hands in general? No, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, not much. All right. Not much. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. That's that's well, why we well, do not medium. Of okay, podcasting. then you can,
4: you should play that game if you <laughs> right, don't value it at all.
2: But it's like got a lot of like games in these franchises that might be like the third or fourth best game in the franchise and it's just sure. kind of a cool uh, it, yeah. it, and they stand
0: out from the other ones as well. I huh. thought I thought hard about like Samus Returns for this because that that is a lot of fun, but at the same time, it's like this is kind of like there's something missing with it. Yeah. Like there's an element mm. of personality that was in other Metroid games that is missing here. Like this feels like a very cold blooded version of Samus. I think well, it's I mean, also, honestly
1: just the color palette. I think that game yeah. is just a little too yes. dark and That's a little too drab. That always felt looking. Looking. like a very
2: cold yeah. game. Like, Which, yeah.
1: it, Like, on a gameplay level, it's one of the best, like, handheld Metroid games ever. Like, it feels really swift. They add a bunch of cool new features. But, yeah, I think it's just kind of so drab that uh, uh, you kind of forget about it.
4: And we also talked about on this list we were going to have Animal Crossing, but I sort of argued against it saying, like, well, it made Animal Crossing more accessible than ever, but it wasn't necessarily... I think the, the New Leaf was one of the first that was really guilty of, hey, you're not doing anything new in this Animal Crossing. You're just doing more of the same. And as a longtime Animal Crossing fan, I was a little disappointed with it. But yeah. I felt
0: like it leveraged the street pass in a really interesting way that made the social features a lot more accessible. Yes, they had you're right.
3: You're right there. I, I, I remember I, I had Animal Crossing at the Anime Expo. And it was just, I talked to more beautiful women mm-hmm. because of Animal Crossing and Street Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Than I ever, ever would have normally. Yeah. Like it was, it was so much. It was, I'm not trying to be crass. I'm saying it was fucking exhilarating. Like, wait, do you have this? I think I do. Let's fucking open it up. I need Cherry Tree. <laughs> <Like>,
5: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I, I, re- I remember doing that on a plane. I was on a plane with Arnie, who is, he's now like the head of comms or community for Naughty Dog. And it was right before the plane was about to take off, and this is when they enforce like no small electronics devices. So we were frantically rushing to get each other's fruit out of our towns, like <laughs>
1: before the plane took off, so that we didn't get in trouble. Um, wow. I would love like an it, Indiana Jones moment of reaching back and grabbing it, an orange before you lose your signal. Fucking, <laughs> I, I, I should say, love I it. should
3: say that like it was it. It's real fucking whimsical for me. Um. But, you know, I moved I moved out to San Francisco in 2006 and never looked back. And, like, I was out there with a duffel bag and didn't get to take any of my shit. And for a little while there, um, Nintendo released something Zelda, like, every Christmas for, like, several years straight. So I... I'd be on. I'd be on a, my horrible plane ride back to Tallahassee, usually including three layovers. <laughs> I'm coming from San Francisco. Obviously, I need to spend eight hours in the Minnesota airport. So I, I would bring a 3DS, and I I just remember playing Link Between Worlds that whole trip. And there, there's something nostalgic about that for me. Spirit Tracks and even Triforce Heroes. Every time I'd go back to Florida, I'd have something Zelda or Sky, Skyward Sword. I would always bring Zelda back with me mm-hmm. every year. And I I, I lived in California, but I played Zelda in Florida. (laughs) And and, uh, there's there's something really wholesome about that. I think there's a country Mm.
2: song about that.
5: Yes. Yes. I play Zelda in
3: Florida. All my Mario's live in
5: California. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course,
4: none I'm of ready. us wanted to include a Pokemon game here because we are so not a Pokemon crowd. I wanted, yes. Steve or Woody, if you guys are yeah. Pokemon lovers, this is your
2: chance to hype
4: up Sun and Moon for us. I'll, uh, I'll I'll pass this to Woody. Woody's <laughs> the certified sure. Pokemaniac
1: here. Um,
2: yeah, well, I mean, Ultra, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are the last games where you could get every Pokemon in the Poke decks, um, essentially oh, rendering them the definitive, pokemon games up to this point um and i think it was i think chris brought up this point earlier of when you were playing a 3d zelda game on a handheld system it always was sort of in the shadows of its console brethren sure Mm -hmm. and it's kind of with pokemon it worked the other way whereas Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. ultra sun and moon like were sort of the total refinement of what pokemon could be and then sword and shield we're like, okay, this is going to be the next jump. And they're like, oh, this is just the same as the handheld thing. And it felt like a big disappointment.
4: Oh, um, yeah. I love the so, setting. Uh, I love the Hawaiian tropical like setting yeah. of Alola yeah, yeah. No,
2: Sun, Sun and Moon are great. And they have a lot of new Pokemon that kind of fit those vibes and the way mm-hmm. they. I think it was the first game where they did region specific ones where they took old Pokemon and just kind of retooled them to fit the aesthetic. Better I just remember so, being yeah.
1: charmed as hell by the Rainbow Grimer. I don't yeah, know. no, really it, it,
2: it's very, it's a very good game. I mean, all you know, all the Pokemon or games are essentially the same. But um, that, that's a good That's and one that's my that's favorites.
3: what I was ab- about to say. Not to be because ins- I think Mario Kart Seven up until eight was mm-hmm. far and away the greatest Mario Kart yeah. I've ever played. It's yeah, and I reminded. Yeah. I think that's what other than some Kart bumps in the road yeah. for Nintendo technically with Wii and uh, DS. Like all Mario Karts are iterative. Yeah. And every yeah. new one should be the definitive and best one, so I didn't bother to nominate it. Well Mario and, Kart and
4: now is the almost same with become, Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Mario Kart's a lot more like every game every new game is like a greatest hits of Mario Kart now. Like it's just like, hey, yeah. we're rounding up all the best shit from every previous Mario Kart game. Like, But mm-hmm. 8, and that's why 8 is so
2: definitive. It's like, yeah, well, we got I all really, tracks. Really 7 is phenomenal, wonder what's going to be in Mario Kart 9. Because it's like, oh, we, we've already used reused so much old content. I guess we have Come to on. make way more new Can content. Can I spoil it for you? It's gonna Yeah, have, please.
0: It's going to have Mario and Karts. Uh-huh. Ooh. <laughs> I thought they were going to take it in a different direction. Going back <laughs> to they basics. Will. I like it. And it's There'll actually be... Sonic and Bicycles. <laughs> Okay, I like this I like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think we're since we're firmly into honorable mentions, uh, we almost included Luigi's Mansion
1: Dark Moon. I'm surprised yeah. we didn't. Yeah, was, yeah, that's, it was, that's I love. It that's a wonderful the, comfort food game. Yeah. It's like just a mm-hmm. great game to just pop on and play with something on in the background. It's but, been, but also, I, great I'm, use I'm, I'm legitimately
3: platformer. disappointed in Luigi's Mansion Three for like how much this like. Why is there no variance in how this looks as opposed right. to mint? Dark Moon.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Dark uh, I feel like every successive game in that franchise gets less varied because I, I another thing about the 3DS, it had some of the best remasters ever. Like its yes. two Zelda remasters and the Luigi's Mansion remaster. Like the Luigi's Rema- Mas- Mansion oh, remaster yeah. in particular was incredible. Like that was incredible my first that. time really playing that game and it's like this is actually the way it was originally meant to be consumed with 3D. But they right. couldn't make that work with the GameCube. So,
1: okay, yeah, I mean, as I I, I do,
3: I do believe out there, like that happened too recently for Nintendo to lose those files Hmm. or those servers, (laughs) yeah, and like, and there will be some horribly named uh 3DS All Stars collection that we'll get to enjoy eventually because, like, I, I the only reason I thought about my 3DS in the last two years was like, I just want to play Ocarina of Time again. Oh, Nintendo does not make this possible at all. Like, you cannot do this other than the 3DS. And I had to fire one up.
4: I completely forgot about that Luigi's Mansion remake because that was one of literally the Easy. last Nintendo releases yes. on that platform. It was so long ago. Too. Yeah, they
1: kind of snuck that one out, you know, but to bring it back to Nintendo 64 for us, <laughs> there are three like excellent Nintendo 64 ports on the 3DS, the two Zeldas and then Star Fox 64 3D Right? Uh, oh, actually okay. actually yeah, yeah. really quite good. Uh, You know, so it was great to see those games get some love and get some new remasters. Um, I want to put out an honorable mention shout for the fact that there's a Smash Brothers game on this
2: system that I played the hell out of. Like, it's a very good Smash Brothers game like right. I have, Smash I have, yeah. on the I have yeah.
3: finished Smash Brothers up and down without ever owning the Wii U version yeah uh, <laughs> and it, was, it was on this and I'm pretty sure I broke my analog stick well <laughs> as
4: opposed I Wii- to Mario Maker yeah. which this is considered the the bad version of Mario Maker 1 is on 3DS where it's like no you really need the, th- the, the Wii U version because um, we talked about that I'm like no that's 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 frowned upon people do not like mario maker on 3ds it's only because yeah. they,
3: they, they cut features from it instead yeah. of adding mm. to it and celebrating its portable and online
4: but it, but it was similar to Smash in that it came out around the same time they, there was a little yeah. while where that was sort of a nintendo strategy like hey we'll release them at the same time on the two no. different platforms
1: because no one owns a wii u <laughs> except this guy and I have almost a complete collection because they're all dirt cheap right There now, you go. So. That's the next, the next anthology. <laughs> That's the do. thing. That's the thing.
2: Yeah. And the the, the other honorable mention I want to put out. Did you guys ever play a game called Pocket
0: Card Jockey?
2: Yes. Uh, yes. 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 I, yes. I played that
0: did. on you guys' recommendation <laughs> yesterday when I was supposed to be researching other titles, and <laughs> yeah. I played it for hours
4: and could it's not put super that. Super addictive. It's, it's wildly
1: so addictive. Yeah. Who would have thought that? Like horse racing and solitaire are two great tastes that taste great together like that's <laughs> yeah who who would have suspected that it's but it's also shit, a weird roguelike because so it's like yeah. your horse your horse goes through
4: generations before you retire them and you're like building on your your
2: well it's a it's a game freak game like the makers yeah. of uh, pokemon and they definitely yeah, yeah. have that mechanic of you're just gonna sort of grind and breed uh these horses until you get one of prime stock <laughs> right. and it had right. another weird thing of i was on the of course i was on the pocket card jockey reddit sure. and people just post sure. yeah. qr codes of their quality stock horses <laughs> you could just take a picture <laughs> with your 3ds camera put that horse in your game man You're literally it's horse trading yeah
1: exactly. damn,
0: damn. damn. And but there, there were so many like the more I, the further I got in the more it felt like it was based on luck rather than skill. Yes, mm. it starts to be. And it's, it's and, like any solitaire yeah, game. Yeah, and I, and I think maybe what you're saying about the grinding is something I was missing because like I I like I was on my second horse and I was like having a great run uh in you know well it was a colt. And then all of a sudden it gets to be mature and like the other horses just keep kicking its ass in the home stretch yeah. every single yeah. time. And each time off course the horse, your your tutorial guide like pops up and says like, hmm, oh, yeah, that was a really tough race, wasn't it? And I guess the other horses were just better right what yeah. the yeah. fuck? why did well, you also, me go through that if i'm just gonna lose, I mean it's also in, a
4: weird roguelike in that there's there's no persistence from horse generation to yeah, generation yeah. like it's not you know good roguelikes are like oh well you have some element that keeps you getting better you can just have a bad generation of horse it's like fucking retire this guy after one race just get him yep. out of here you know it's yeah yeah it's it's a weird game
2: <laughs> it is a, a very weird game but it's, it's delightful just, yeah. it's surprisingly fun just to poke at solitaire on that 3ds yeah it's
3: yeah, yeah I, sh- I should say I played Shovel Knight the most on 3DS. Yes. Shovel yes. Knight. Um, yeah yeah. Fantastic I, I, on system, yeah. Uh I I want to give a shout out to a Train
1: Odyssey whatever that is. <laughs> 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 I'll but shout like, out uh, if you're if you're a fan of visual novels. There are three Phoenix Wright yeah. games on this yeah. system yeah. that uh, people forget about completely, and they're all very good. So, yeah, I, I know
3: Brett and I were fan of Gunman Clive. This weird yeah, stripped Gunman down Clive, like 2D that game shooter. looks like it was made
2: for a calculator. Yes. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> just like the graphical style of that game. And they were always
3: on awesome. sale for like a dollar. It's like Yeah it's not a, Yeah, even a calculator. It looks like it was made for like like a cartoonist in the old west yeah it, it yeah. it's 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 a really weird and abstract kind of kind of beauty but like uh the games that found the 3ds eShop, um i i like fuck mutant muds and like i, mm. I played a bunch of stuff there but it's like it things that, that were perfect for the 3ds every time i see that one of those things come to switch like a 2d hardcore platformer in bite-sized chunks like i really wish i could just play this with tight controls in my hand while mm. lying down. <laughs> yeah. And not at my like, PC.
0: Boxboy and... was on 3DS, wasn't box it? Yeah. Boxboy yeah, was It was published
3: by Nintendo. It has an amiibo.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is and, it in a box? I- <laughs>
4: This is yes. I might be the only one here who likes, but I love the Picross games and the hmm. Picross 3D mm. games just totally brought those to a whole other level and took the, advantage the, of the three D. The stuff.
3: Nintendo new releases will excite you to no end this week, man.
0: <laughs> Speaking of which, we should probably move along to yes. our second segment. So we're gonna take a little break. And when we come back, we are gonna get into some new releases, some news and some other stuff. So stay tuned. <laughs>
6: I can see me. I'll have your body moving
5: till you're popping out the screen. I'll make your whole world transform in 3
3: Let's get scratchin'.
2: Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the laser Time crew? then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com lasertime It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the LazerTime network. You'll get commentaries,
0: play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. <laughs> Well,
7: I guess the way we did it uh, was—I'll just give you an example from last night. The way we did it was one—one guy was on his
2: laying on his back, and I was sitting on him, and I had—and his penis was in my vagina, (laughs) and the other guy was (laughs) kneeling behind me with Mm -hmm. his penis in my butt. So, and then we had to sort of move carefully. And you can sustain that, that? so that they stayed in.
3: And you can sustain. Yeah, I was going to say, like dogs in a bathtub, you can sustain that.
4: Yes. like dogs in a bathtub. How long
3: can people uh, how long can you sustain that?
4: Dogs in a bathtub.
2: That's my that's my fetish.
3: <laughs> uh honey is the host of a, a sex comedy podcast, by the way. Get bonus time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast
2: every
0: Tuesday, starting for just five dollars on patreon.com slash And welcome back to our final segment Where I will do the same tired joke That prevents me from reaching my hand over And pushing the space bar to play The sound that sounds like
3: I heard an Amazon dog During Michael's intro (laughs) I just want to get to the new releases And I'm seeing a cute dog (laughs) <laughs> mm. uh, Sorry, that's a pre-order joke for people. Uh, <laughs> oh 3D right, all yeah. stars. This is the limited. A dog.
4: This is the limited edition new release that you can only get till March. That's old releases. Yeah. So,
6: um, yeah.
0: so I I've, I've played a little bit of this. Uh, I'm impressed by the the adaptation to the Switch and they uh, like trying to play Super Mario Galaxy and it's just like oh okay so they they. They put the uh, that little cursor that picks up the star bits. That is mm. now mapped to, like, if you're playing in uh, docked mode with the pro controller. Like, okay, that, that's constantly on screen and it moves around the screen with the controllers. Uh, it, 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 I, th- I feel like it works very well with the Switch controls. Um, mm-hmm. so, so you don't have to play Galaxy.
3: I, Galaxy I've not got to yet. Hmm. Because I See, I've, I, I've I immediately started with, started
0: with Galaxy, yeah. I I yeah. like an
3: I like an asshole. Why? Well, because like Galaxy, I played recently enough. Uh, like I played Galaxy um, almost all the way through, like t- three years ago. I, I knew the potential it had. I was more curious about the older two games.
4: Hmm. Um, mm. Well, I'd heard Galaxy like required waggle control, so I thought that meant oh, taking yeah, the joy cons off but I, but i guess with the pro controller they they compensate for that somehow uh
0: well it, it like we talked about last week um the waggle controls have been remapped to a single button so okay okay yeah that's, so you you weird. just oh. hit that button to do to do the waggle stuff um it's almost like it wasn't worth uh it wasn't
1: worth <laughs> weighing your entire system on this,
5: this <laughs>
1: picture yeah I'm I'm definitely like a big fan of like press Y to do the, the spin move yeah. like, it's so much more right. intuitive than waggling your Wii controller hmm. I love to waggle my Wii
4: well it's, I know you who do doesn't? and
1: stop it no, by the way sorry. we're in public
4: but, no. how do they address it for Super Mario Galaxy 2 in this collection
2: uh, it's not in, in this stop. collection. <laughs> That's uh-huh. how they, they address it, by not putting the game in. <laughs> That's
4: <laughs> the joke. He I know, on. it was my he dig He made a whole collection. show about that last week. He did. <laughs>
3: God damn, it. he's just a shit-stirrer, this man. A little troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> they're fucking
4: three old games that they barely touched, yeah. and and then they, they made... The reason that y'all went and oh. bought it is because oh. they fucking made it limited edition. Fine, I no, said it. I some of them, <laughs> because
0: Flood does not say the names of the button in the tutorials now. <laughs> and, and, and and there's some
3: there's some I mean they clearly opened up sixty four and, and and fucked with some of the, the textures because like the textures just those textures just weren't there. Like uh there, there's certain things in there I'm pretty sure they opened up and enhanced. But I like
2: bet, it, yeah. I bet that there are as many fa- like fan ports of Super Mario Sixty Four like to the PC that have much better textures than the Switch version. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. It's yeah, possible.
3: it just it just like it, but when the when the textures are basic and upresed, it's fine. Like if this is just an all red texture, like this is okay, this is good. But
4: yeah. I don't think I, they up them. I think I they can,
0: upscaled them. I like can them. attest to like there's some upscaling here because if I were playing these games uh, on my Wii U, for example, uh, they would look like absolute shit on my four K TV. <laughs> These do yeah. not look like shit. These look like I remember the game's look. Okay. So maybe... So,
3: so maybe I'm, not, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. I'm glad we have fucking the Ultra 64 guys here. And, yeah. <laughs> and so far, like, I haven't played Galaxy, but I, like, I have, I have faith Galaxy will adapt the best because it yeah. was... We're still in whatever console generation that was developed in. Chris, I can't Whereas- believe
4: you leaked their new show fucking the Nintendo sixty four. That's actually the next show they're going to do when they go through the collection. <laughs> six-
1: it's I- a great crossover with your new bonus time episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I, new bonus time. To, like uh, someone describing double penetration. It's 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 more frank. Guess than, what? It's yeah. me. No. Yeah,
1: but, that's no. just what the listeners want. Seriously,
3: listen. And, but but like uh, the. The, I, I really wanted to see how I, I knew Galaxy would adapt okay, other than some waggle issues, but like yeah, uh, uh, 64 and Sunshine were the ones I was most curious about. So I, I decided when I got it, when I got it a day early, I, I Ooh, would. I, I decided. Man. Yeah, I know. Shut up. I, it was, it was, it was just—it was a total accident, and I have no friends in the industry. They broke street um, gate on
4: your ten-year-old game. Congratulations. I know.
3: <laughs> but but it still it still looked good, and people were surprised. Like, is this the new one or emulator? I'm like, no, this is the new one. And like, previously, I'm sorry. Like, and this is a, a shitty a shitty standard set by Nintendo, and I'm a Nintendo fan. Nintendo hasn't enhanced any of their fucking games. The last time I played Mario 64 uh, officially was on the Wii U. And that emulation was terrible um, for a lot of games. Not necessarily mm-hmm, yeah. for the 64 games, but for most other Nintendo games, just abysmal. Nintendo blatantly stole emulators, made yeah. them play darker in the wrong aspect ratio. <laughs> it was fucking awful. When they
4: do enhance them, they they charge you full price, like they did for for Zelda on the 3ds.
3: You know, yeah. if, mm-hmm. it's like,
4: oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna change a few of the textures and, and even mock,
3: you and know, you make get it one, not three. And and, So I'm playing 64, but the 64 upscaling in the beginning... uh, So I'm just saying, I I, I played 64 on the 64. uh, I probably 120 started, I would say, at least 10 times in my life. I did it again on the Wii U when I bought it there, and you can see a video of me racing Brett through it. I am clearly better than him. I'm good (laughs) at Mario 64. And I felt worse at Mario 64 than ever, and I don't know that that was because of poor emulation. I think it, it's just like the upscaling and frame rate is so weird. The, the camera, mapping the camera button and trying to pretend it's mapped to the analog stick on my yeah. Pro Controller is so ridiculous. We, we like,
4: talked about that. Did you try the trick? We were we were thinking maybe if you flick the stick to approximate a digital press because it, it was the camera was on di- yeah, four it's, digital it's mapping buttons. Mapping to the C, the
3: C buttons. Yeah. yeah. And, did that, and, did like, that do the trick? But still, because, because of the frame rate and upscaling, like, dude, everything's so jittery.
0: Yeah, <laughs> my whole screen is right. shaking
4: all the time. well then I'd heard the controversy. I'm I'm an inverted man, fucking proud inverted man. I heard <laughs> I heard that they they reverse. So so the original Mario was supposed to be you're you're from the Lickatoo's point of view, right? And so it's it inverts the 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 Y axis just by default. But in this one, they change it so up is up and down is down. But there's not even like the option to keep the OG control. It's just like nope, we're just hmm. forcing you. This is the way it, it's done now. Like, huh. is that I, I
3: somehow managed to do it on. The, on the wii u controller but like it, it was never not frustrating and i had every intention of 120 starring this thing but i was so mad two days ago i just quit at 96 stars just because like it's mm, the year it came out fuck this, hmm. <laughs> this I, I, fuck this i, I want to try out other games and i am uh but but the, have you guys played the mario 64 on 3d all-stars I've cracked it.
1: Uh, like I, I just kind of cracked it open and played the first couple of levels, just because I wanted to see how it looked and played. Uh, and then I switched over to Galaxy because I <laughs> wanted to work through it backwards. But you know, uh, I, I agree with you. I think it feels a little weird having all the C button camera controls mapped to that analog stick because mm-hmm. I think your instinct is to kind of rotate the stick like you're adjusting mm. like a modern cinematic camera. I mean, that's but what I think that's I Man. think Matt's right. I think you want to flick. I think you want to pick a direction and flick it. Because it nudged, it just, just nudged
4: did. the camera over. Yeah, it was just like, oh, it's,
3: yeah, it's I just never a sec. I, yeah, I never got used to it. So like, you're pulling to the left, hoping to go left more, but like, no, you just hit the left C button. <laughs> hey, Steve, That's Steve, I it. got
4: a hot tip for you. If, if you get all the stars, Great. you can meet Yoshi on the roof of the castle. I don't <laughs> wait wait a that. minute. I don't want to spoil that for <laughs> you. I'm sorry. Wait a uh, minute. On, on the list of Mind things you can't,
3: you can't do, you can't call Bowser gay anymore. Yeah. gay
4: Bowser. And this is a, a matter of weeks after the, the source audio files leaked on the internet. Like, we <laughs> have this shit. It's not what <laughs> happened,
3: because to give Nintendo credit for going in and changing something would be too much for this game. It's an enhanced Nintendo 64 DD release, I believe, that yeah. that was added that was re-edited for Japan to mm. when the Rumble pack was released. Huh. Okay. So it, it does have it, it does have force feedback or 3D 3D Rumble, whatever Nintendo is calling it. And in that version they took out a couple of lines of dialogue because it didn't make sense to Japanese audiences, such as calling King Goop a Bowser. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. and, and yeah,
3: yeah right, right. So it's sense. not, it's not, it's not, they didn't, they, they got lucky in that they didn't have to address that really <laughs> tiny controversy in the scheme of things.
0: It's not even but, a controversy.
4: Uh, People are just missing, he's saying so, it's it's, a, it's it's so Italian- long
0: a Bowser. It, it's so long a Bowser. Dude, Charles oh, okay. yeah. said yeah. he said emphasis.
3: so long King Bowser.
0: No, if you listen to the the clean audio files, I'm saying so long, what Charles Barnett says he says. There's there's no hard G there.
4: It's supposed to be like his Italian accent. It's so long a Bowser, like that. That's
3: why we thought for a little while. For like six months, we thought you were starting a level, and Mario would say, Let's pickle. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's saying, Let's go. I've never met an Italian person in my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Depending on how he says it, it sounds like either brainstorm or green needle. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers that. I I wanted to make just a quick observation about this that to me the with the limited time window that this is available and the I uh, I guess basicness of the port. Like this feels more like it might have the, the sort of thing Nintendo would previously have packaged in with another game or like offered as a Club Nintendo premium. Right. Yeah. And for whatever reason they just decided to make it a full retail product, which I think is why people are coming down on it. Yeah, a I little think if harder. you start like I did like
3: I'm going to go through in order chronologically all these games I love and it's like you're you're getting the least enhanced version of anything in this collection and it'll it'll harm you the most.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and no no bonuses, right? There's no like, oh here's some concept art. Here's some mm. behind the scenes I, video. There's Mario. soundtracks.
3: There's soundtracks, but like yeah, it's it, it's like you'll get the most out of Sunshine and Galaxy, I think.
0: Yeah.
4: I am anxious for people to turn the corner and realize that Sunshine's
0: actually a very good Mario game. I mean it's mm. it's kinda difficult and honestly kinda clumsy. Like I was complaining to you guys about the controls because I was at this very finicky part where early in the game you have to basically walk across these electrified tightropes over a lake in order to get to a cave.
4: Yeah. And,
0: like, I kept falling into the water repeatedly, and it just sort of felt like this is like I'm trying to thread a needle with mittens. There's something... Well, flood flood was always necessary in that game yeah. it was the way you you were like hey
4: these controls are a little sloppy well flood will save your ass because be the, yeah, but, but but even Nintendo then nerf.
0: like it's really o- easy to like overshoot a platform because it's like mm-hmm. oh i I was actually uh lower than i thought i was in the air and yeah you know, and I, I couldn't tell
3: just because like uh, there's like the motif is the beach and they add like weird heat waves to things that, that, to give it a theme, but it also alters, like, wait, how far away is this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah why yeah. does everything feel like a fucking mirage? I know you're talking <laughs> about the,
4: the Crocodile Dundee uh, mm-hmm. heat waving in the distance. Uh, I cannot which?
3: believe that's your frame of that reference. That is my frame of reference me.
4: for that. <laughs> <laughs> Could have said Mad Max. Every said time anybody, I anything. see that effect in real life, I think of Crocodile Dundee. Wow. <laughs> you're the greatest person alive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I still loved ripping the arms off that squid.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Surprisingly squid. vicious. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let us move on to a different topic. But I do want to say, like the, I haven't touched sunshine on this yet, but I feel like the. The one really satisfying thing you can take away from Sunshine was the way that the GameCube controllers clicked when you activated Flood. Like mm, You could yeah, control yeah. how yeah. hard you press the button. You and- had a tactile sensation there that kind of made the game a little bit more enjoyable even when it was being kind of clunky. So I can't imagine enjoying I the know, game very but much without that. Uh, that's, that's, a another, good point. That's,
3: a, that's another waggle thing where like it turns out that never mattered in any way.
1: No. Ever. Yeah, I remember it, it, no, there was silly. a little
4: no bit of analog anything. feel to Flood where you yeah, you could you could basically shoot the hose further if you if you go all the way in. If right? you
2: would barely hold the button, you could still run around while you used it. Yeah. But if you press it down all the way, you stand in one place. Mm. Stationary. Yeah. And now that's yeah. oh, no, that's, no, that's mapped to
5: deal. two
0: different buttons. Oh, mm.
5: okay, oh yeah, I guess okay. that would work. They but yeah, it. yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they cracked the code. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Their own code. Good to know. But I, I, I do think
3: having played that game, like. Um, I love. Like, I have a cool neighbor who uh, sometimes when I pull an all-nighter and I'm playing Mario, let's say I'm playing Mario Sunshine until six thirty in the morning when he's going to work. <laughs> he's sure. like until Sunshine, dude. That's how you play Sunshine? Yeah. He's like, did you get a new Mario game? And like, no. He's like, if, like he's like he's he's like ten feet away from my window. <laughs> it looks like a new Mario game. It looks brand new. It controls brand new. It feels very modern. The mo- ev- the motif they chose well, at the time like. I don't like the Delfino people and like there's a lot of text boxes and weird shit and too much to do in this dumb overworld. It feels like a new it looks like a new game. Yeah, they've like, they'd gotten it, it stylish. As nice. by
4: that point where it was mm. like it's always going to be a
5: little the little same bit shit
3: tiny. we say about uh Wind Waker like uh whatever they chose Mario in a short sleeves like it's it's one of a kind and it's not my favorite Mario game but like it, it I think it it's treated the best by this remaster because like dude, it was kind of relegated to stepchild status. Uh, over the years and like it still plays really well and it takes out a lot of my favorite Mario moves to like accommodate the flood which is surprisingly ripped away from you a lot (laughs) disproportionately early on when like the game is the hardest yes and that that once you
4: get past those parts the game gets way better and I do remember like Going fuck the fuck what the fuck like because yeah. yeah. they they relied on flood so much in that game and the worst levels are the challenge levels where you don't have flood because
3: it's and I, I found myself angry at it very often some of the ch- like galaxy is like man real bite sized challenges either you die or like but like you can fail in Mario Sunshine after like a four minute timer right. on a yeah. thing where it doesn't tell you almost, anything yeah. it's it's infuriating oh yeah and yeah. I I get I get its status sometimes but like. There's still something about it that feels really good. Like it's this, it's this beautifully weird thing and now is defiantly presented immaculately as weird as ever mm. right now. Mm. And, and, I, and I'm having a much bigger blast with that. I am 70% mm. through I think 100%ing it oh, wow. um, uh, at this point. I, I play it every second I can and I'm not editing and making podcasts. I, I fucking <laughs> love it. Okay,
1: I'm down. I'm yeah. down. Yeah.
0: You mentioned the Delfino people, and this may be too old of a reference, but does anyone else think they look like the goons from Popeye? They
1: absolutely do. They yes. Look yes. Like the they Popeye. look like
3: fat Italian goons, and they even <laughs> have <laughs> names to represent that. Il pastiamo! <laughs> and <laughs> and Delfino! I know what you're doing, Nintendo. You think you have license to make fun of us, and you do. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's what an alliance in World War and, and, II buys you. And, and let's not forget, the music is a Amazing, and the the yeah. There are subtle things that they did in that, like uh, um, every game's, uh, not every game, the, the final two games' HUDs and menus are drastically, semi drastically overhauled, mm. and they look very modern. Whereas Mario sixty four does not. To fit Mario sixty four, white six, screen
4: like a, is, that, is is that how they overhauled? The yeah, HUDs? like
3: okay. I, I played it on an emulator, so I knew that was possible. And if you if you remember the cutscenes from Sunshine, they look like dog shit. They are like mm. MPEG one video files. Yeah. They are not rendered in game, and they did bother to go spruce those up a little bit. Oh, but they look—they looked fucking. I—I t- I played this on a Dolphin a few years ago, and it really made me wonder what was possible if Nintendo wanted to like sort of unlock it and stick a couple new textures and video files in here and there. And, and for all intents and purposes, they did. And I, I think. Kids, kids won't know this is a crazy Mario game, but it is the weird one of the weirdest Mario games ever. Yeah, very yeah. much. It, it, it like uh, there's technically less to do, but it all takes so long, and it, it's, <laughs> it can be really frustrating. I never want to collect a hundred coins again. I might stop doing that. <laughs> um, mm. Oh yeah, it's very very strange. Yeah, but I I, I should have a hundred percent of it by the time you. Hear this. So another old game that that's new to me.
4: That's that's officially out now. Um, Hades came out of early access, and
0: yeah. to me, this is the game that launched the Epic Games Store. So this is right, all very yeah, strange.
4: it's al- almost two <laughs> years old. But my my understanding is, in that early access time, there's been a ton of content added to the game. I'm I'm just not a guy. I don't I don't like playing game betas. I don't like playing early access because I'm like I'll wait for the finished product, right? And it's much like Dead Cells. I hear this game is worth the wait, and so I finally picked it up and oh my god i i am on record i love most super giant games i was a huge fan of bastion huge huge fan of pyre the one most people skipped which is a shame because it's so good and this game is just like they refined everything they do well and put all of that stuff in one game it has a little bit of like the action from bastion it has the amazing writing and like interlude stuff from pyre it's it's got the same art style as Pyre when it comes to, like, you know, you see the characters, like, the hand-drawn characters on screen and shit, and I'm just like, oh my god. I But it's also like, I, I mentioned Dead Cells, it's a little bit like a Dead Cells, because it's like a, a roguelike, mm. but they solve the problem most roguelikes have never solved which is like they figured out how to tell a story through roguelike mechanics
5: mm-hmm. and
4: it's so fucking good for that because it's just like okay you died again every time you die your dad hades has some snide comment to make every time you encounter a boss that you've already played like they mentioned the last time you fought them and it's like oh yeah you beat me last time you're not gonna beat me this time or whatever and i'm like fucking this is so They they, they reward you and they unlock more of the backstory the more times you talk to them, which you have to die to talk to people again. And so, like, they, they reward you for dying in this game. Like, most roguelikes are like, fuck, I gotta get through this run, I don't wanna die. Where in this, this game, you're like, well, I know if I die, I'm gonna get really powerful for my next
0: run. Hmm. And I'm gonna get to pet Cerberus in between. <laughs> yes. got one of his three heads.
2: I've gotten yeah.
4: to the third area, and I've only played it, like, an hour, hour and a half or something, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I think I'm making okay progress, but uh, I love this game.
2: I mean like all uh roguelikes like the difficulty definitely spikes as you get farther and farther um the third the third area boss is kind of kind of a dick okay um, okay but um yeah this game is fantastic like it the the actual action sequences play so well and they're so fast to me it like it reminds me of sort of the super accessibility of something of Diablo but you go through like leveling up your character from like nothing to like full power in half an hour instead yeah. of you know sixty hours yeah
4: and and there's and, a couple different currencies that fall and they all kind of make sense like how they're you know we talked about the persistence like earlier with with roguelikes, and it's like all their currencies unlock different stuff, and it's like okay these this currency is for like my my character's persistent power, oh, this currency levels my weapons up, oh this currency unlocks new weapons, and so far i've I've played like four of the weapons I've tried out for uh, yeah
2: the, the last um, one was a I, the I spear. think there's six six weapons in the end of the uh, by the end of the game and they all play substantially different like the last weapon yeah. you get is essentially a machine gun yes. that you have to <laughs> reload it's very strange well like the
4: shield the shield I played the Aegis shield I'm like it yeah. basically makes that game play like transistor and I'm like okay. oh shit, like they, they got their mechanic from transistor but it's like every time I played a weapon I'm like oh this isn't that my new favorite like, it's, yeah. ugh, there's so many different ways to play the game. It's so fucking good.
2: It's 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 an ama- It's one of those games that you're amazed that they can do so many things and they can do them all so, so well.
4: Yeah, and a little Kay. little bit of a g- mini game deals here, I want to tell you guys. So the way, uh, I was kind of waiting to pick this game up till it was out of early access. Right now, if you go to the Epic Game Store, which I know, boo, people don't like it, whatever, fuck off. Um, <laughs> uh, there, if you just download Rocket League for free, it's a free-to-play game now, they will add a $10 coupon to your account that right now, Hades is on sale from, from 25 down to 20. I got Hades for $10 today by using that coupon. It, it gives you $10 off any game, 15 bucks or above. And then I, kn- I looked at my account. The coupon stays on your account until mid-November, so that works theoretically on several purchases, unless that's an error that they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> clean up. Uh, where <laughs> any game above 15, you're gonna get 10 dollars off on the Epic Game Store. So so take advantage of that. Um, the other real quick game deal thing later this week, as you're listening to this, the fr- they, they will have it's the re-release of Rollercoaster Tycoon 3. The complete edition is free on the Epic Game Store. So that is to me the definitive Rollercoaster Tycoon game. So go pick that up as well.
1: I'm excited about all of these. Yeah, Woody's, Woody's been uh, uh, talking about Hades all week, and I'm, I'm excited to get in. It sounds awesome. Yeah.
4: I know a lot of people are playing on Switch, and, and, and it seems like a, yeah. a good game for Switch because graphically, it's that hand-drawn style that kind of now Supergiant is almost known for. And, and so it's not it's not going to break your Switch or anything like
2: that. No, it, feel, it feels very good on Switch. I stayed up until 3 a.m. playing it last night in bed, so yeah. it's, it's great. But it's, it's
4: got that, that Dead Cells thing of like, ah oh, just one more run. I can get further. Yep. Just one more run.
0: Yep. I'm going to get Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 and launch people into space. <laughs> <Spars>.
4: <laughs> uh You know, in a game you can launch people into space into almost is WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which is the arcade wrestling game that came out last Friday. Mm. Uh, mm. I played it. Um, this is a weird game, guys. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> All right, I I think I'm learning about myself. I like more arcadey wrestling games. Like I'm not huge into how sim like the the latest mainline WWE 2K games are. So I got excited for this game. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude! They're going back to like WWF All Stars or WWE All Stars, you know, where it's it's more arcadey. And and when that game is doing that arcadey stuff, or when this game is doing that, it's it's pretty fun. It's just wrapped in this weird bare bones package that is super grindy that screams mobile game the entire Aww. time like so like it, here's what i mean there's there's a bunch of wrestlers in the game but if you only start with like a quarter of the roster unlocked and then there's this in-game shop that you have to either use premium currency which you buy or the free grind currency to unlock each one but then each wrestler also has like a rarity assigned there's like oh like i i and then in the in-game store, there's like, oh, these these characters are on sale, so I bought the Andre the Giant Epic version for half off, which came with alternate costumes, and you can see where the shit's going, right? And I'm like, mm. oh, God.
2: Yeah. But
4: to be fair to them, though, you earn a lot of grind currency very quickly. Like, I was able to, to earn enough currency for that Andre in under an hour on stream, you know? And so it's like, okay, fine, you know? But at the same time, it's like, fuck, the fact that I have to keep playing and the matches don't change much you know the 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 difficulty just kind of increases so the other complaint i've heard from people is the wrestlers like yeah their moves might look a little different but their move sets are all kind of the same in terms of the buttons are all mapped the same so they all play very similarly um this game so but the, the bare bones package also has resulted in some fucking hilarious moments like i was texting uh michael and chris some screenshots of the the in-game comic that they used as their cutscenes to tell the story. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> and this is kind of on the heels of, like, was a 2K20 that had, like, all the issues? Yeah, the this tarot is tarot a the two, glitching, out. To, glitching out. To the point where
4: they out, yeah. canceled this year's mainline 2K game, and this is a completely different developer. This is Saber Interactive. They, they've done a bunch of stuff in the industry, but they most recently have been doing those NBA Playgrounds games, which are kind oh, yeah. of kind of really rip of NBA jam, but not really. They're know? good. Yeah. They're very good. Yeah. But like so so like they they can do the arcadey stuff well, but like <laughs> I mean, Chris and Michael, you saw those screenshots I sent you, like have how they made Stone Cold Steve Austin look. And mm. he needs to open a can <laughs> of whoop ass on whoever drew him in there because it does not look like Stone Cold Steve Austin.
3: I think this is the perfect example of a game that would have gone on three D S
4: Mm-hmm. had you
3: had simultaneous releases with a mainline sim like 2020
4: to be fair to them this game is is a 40 game it's not a full 60 mm-hmm. product mm-hmm. but i after playing it and and i i enjoy the time in the matches where i'm doing the arcadey stuff and the moves look cool and i'm throwing guys 100 feet in the air and i'm you know whatever but there's there's so little around it like here's a good example one of the reasons I play wrestling games is the entrances. I love seeing my favorite wrestlers' entrances not in digital the entrances? form. There are no entrances in this game. What? Vince McMahon <laughs> owns like, all of those with like, no
3: royalties the, at all. The entrance to every wrestler,
4: them? they literally drop you in a crate before the match, and, there, and there's no entrance. I was shocked. I, I, at the very wow. least, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to have to unlock those with some currency nope <laughs> they're just not there and i'm like what the
5: fuck
1: and that's then, i mean even on n64 they have these they have right. these segments like, the a nice great man. And, or whatever and you, you know, watch them once
4: you watch them once for your every re- for your favorite wrestlers you get a pop and then you're, you're done right yeah, yeah but in this game i'm like oh i guess i can skip it every time um the other thing we've we've joked about the art style before it's not only <laughs> did they make the wrestlers look a little weird they don't look anything like them. Like, a, like I was looking last night. I'm like, is that supposed to be Seth Rollins or Elias? Because I can't really tell because like, the look is completely off for most of the wrestlers. Vince
3: it's, McMahon does have a type.
4: Vince, <laughs> yes.
3: Well, I showed you guys
4: in the comic. Like, they make Vince McMahon basically anime villain. Like, the way they drew <laughs> him. I'm like, he hasn't looked this young in 20 years. Like, what are you doing? <laughs>
5: um,
4: it's... I don't know, like, so, like, if you enjoy arcadey wrestlers, that's the thing, is I can't, I can't outright be like, hey, don't play this game, it's bad. It's, it's fun, just don't expect a lot
3: there around it. It's pretty big. I mean, bounds. we should say great audio. By the way, Dave Dave did not work on
4: this game, so we don't have to say shit about it. Oh, great.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic.
0: Uh, Another game I didn't realize was coming out was under my radar, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Which is a Vanillaware game. And if you've ever played Vanillaware games, oh. like they did Odin Sphere and Grim Grimoire. and I
3: hate yeah. that their name sounds like an insult. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. another vanilla. It's the most Wear
2: generic game. games they can make. Yeah. <laughs> That's only if you don't regard
4: vanilla as the finest of the flavors, which it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is.
3: Vanilla is the flavor you start from and build upon. And yeah, that is, is untrue.
4: The vanilla is its own distinct flavor. Now we sound like a Doughboys
5: podcast. What was
0: the Ninja <laughs> one they did on Wii? I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, Muramasa, Muramasa, the Muramasa. Demon Blade. Yeah, 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 that, that was Great really game. good. But if you, if you've played any of their games, you have a vague idea of what to expect here, and it delivers, mm. you know, two D side-scrolling uh, anime characters that are, you know, very beautifully animated and very mm. pretty looking. Uh, the plot is a little bit difficult. I'm I'm not very far in. Um, it's a little bit difficult to piece together at this point because uh, mm. it dro- kind of drops you in in Medius Res, where like you. It seems to revolve around high school students in 1985, but some Mm. of them are maybe from the future with like falsely (laughs) implanted memories and they can summon giant robots to fight, uh, kaiju invaders. And, uh, the actual combat happens like on these tactical maps where, like, you can sort of see the vague outlines of mechs and kaiju, but they're really just represented by these icons and say, like, you know, target this icon and select this attack, and uh, also your characters are naked in their cockpits for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I haven't, I'm still more or less in the tutorial prologue phase, so I can't say too much about it, but um, it's mm. promising so far.
4: The, the trailer like looks like they took the art style and made it like almost like a little more watercolory. Is that just yeah. in that trailer? Or no, that's is, okay. that's
0: that's what the game looks like. It's very um, watercolory. Um, very and great. this game is getting very good reviews. So very cool. Um, yeah. Thirteenth Sentinels, Aegis Ram.
4: Uh, I got a code for our last game that we were able to play this week, um, Castle Storm Two. Which Castle Storm? I played the original. It was I can't remember if it was a game with gold or if it was one of the first Game Pass games. But it's kind of this. It, the first one was was pretty much just like like a almost like a real time strategy tower defense game where you take control of a knight or some units and it's like this it's like on these 2d maps where the enemies are coming from one side of the screen and you're throwing hero characters at them or you're you're controlling a hero character to try to chop them down before they reach your castle this one is very much that in the, the combat missions, but they've they've sort of added and, and made it more complex by adding... Um, there's a bit of a metagame that's it's like a strategy layer of like, oh, you're going to take over this tile and now this is going to produce food for your troops in between. Or you're going to take over this tile and this is going to produce wood for you to craft future structures. And so there's like this... almost like a Carcassonne strategy board game element over the missions. Um, but if you... I don't know. It's really hard to 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 describe Castle Storm. Like you kind of got to play it to know what I mean. It's it's not true tower to defense in that you're not like setting up like oh we're we're setting up you know there's guns here that are going to mow these guys down. It's like you're just throwing troops at people and 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 hoping for the best. And then you're controlling your hero character. I mean, if you like Castle Storm One, it's doing everything that game did plus more. So it's definitely worth checking out. So.
0: Hmm. Cool. And yeah, a couple other games uh, out this week. By the time you hear this, that we haven't had time to play. Serious Sam Four uh, comes out on Thursday. Oh, um, supposed i supposed to be. love Serious Sam. Totally batshit. Um, and Mafia <laughs> Definitive Edition. I'm very excited about because it is. Don't. Care. Of the the Mafia games that are getting definitive editions, it is the only one <laughs> that is a complete remaster, going right. back to the uh, like 2002 PC game and completely remaking say. it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. old game. I, I'm, I'm
4: real quick to go back to Serious C Four. This is the one that I feel like Stadia was like hyping as like, hey, we're going to be able to do throw more enemies on screen than ever because of the, the power of the cloud server computing running on Stadia. So I'm anxious hmm. to see if that comes to hmm. fruition.
5: Maybe I didn't even see controls. it on their store
4: when I looked. So yeah, uh, I thought I thought it was being touted as like a big uh, Stadia game.
0: Maybe I don't know, it could be making maybe completely making shit up. So. <laughs> All right. Let's move on ahead to
4: News. other than the three D S no longer being produced, um Holy fucking shit! This was a big week for news. Oh my god, um, guys, Microsoft just just bought Bethesda for seven <laughs> and a half billion dollars. They just fucking bought, they bought the they bought the Skyrim people
3: for twice what Disney bought Star Wars. I know, for.
4: Saying, <laughs> That's that gonna crazy? go down in
3: history as like the best deal uh, deal like i feel like one of us could have crowdfunded it and we could have got it how much did they buy <laughs> marvel they, how like, much did they buy
4: marvel for it was more than they bought star wars for wasn't it no
3: it was about the same it was, both, it was yeah. like it was four or five billion dollars like mm, even then geez. i think the fucking activision bought candy crush maker king for more than that
4: <laughs> right no no uh, you're right because that was around the same time we were like wait, wait why is star wars being undervalued but no um this this is a huge a huge deal
3: I think I think it shows you, but I think I've seen people saying that. But I think it shows you how much Bethesda games make in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even if they're even if they're selling at ten dollars for like fifty years, these these games are quality games, uh, quality franchises. Yeah. That's what they're valued. And at. They've, and they've, I, been, I, I, they've been they've yeah. been in
4: bed with Microsoft for a long time. Like they've always participated in the Game Pass, like putting their games on the service, like Wolfenstein's and stuff are on there. I to me this is the biggest though acquisition in the games industry since I woke up. One morning on a weekend and heard that Activision and Vivendi had emerged like this was the big right. you know this is a big deal like holy shit but this is one of the big publishers or, or
3: Microsoft buying rare which is this is still substantially bigger than that yeah even they, given my nostalgia because like this is a relevant AAA company.
2: Well, that brings up the question of like, uh, when Microsoft bought Rare, you're like, okay, what's going to be the future of Rare games on other, you know, other consoles or things like that? Whereas like Activision and Vivendi merge, it doesn't feel like any sort of, anything is necessarily has to change about those way that games are distributed.
4: Well, it, it, but it completely changed Blizzard in the long run. Like, that, that's... No, that's, totally true.
2: that's true, that's mm-hmm. true. But it's, like, here it says, what? what's the business model of Bethesda? Is like, we're going to make a game and we're going to port it to, like, all these systems for years
1: and years and years. I played Skyrim on my toaster. <laughs> yeah, there.
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. like, if Microsoft is now producing those games, like, where the, are they going to still port them everywhere? That's
4: that's a big question. They, they've actually talked a little bit about that, and they they're on record as saying they're going to evaluate it on kind of a game by game basis. I think it'll probably be very similar to like Minecraft lives on Nintendo and Sony platforms, right? So it'll okay. be like well, where it makes sense. Um, here here's what they get though. So I I should correct. It's not just Bethesda they bought. They bought ZeniMax, the parent corporation of mm-hmm. Bethesda as a publisher, but also all the developers. So Microsoft. We were kind of saying, like, man, they, they kind of have a first-party game problem right now, like or an yeah. exclusives problem. They've now gone from 15 internal studios to 23. They bought eight internal studios, basically, is what they get uh, as part of this deal, developing games for Xbox and PC. Um, all Bethesda games, they've already confirmed, and because these were, like, the first questions I had. is like, does that mean all Bethesda games are Day 1 Game Pass? And yes, they said they're adding Bethesda games mm-hmm. to Game Pass for console and PC. They, they intend to add future Bethesda releases to Game Pass the same day on launch on Xbox or PC, specifically calling out Bethesda Game Studios' next game, Starfield, which is the one that comes before Elder Scrolls Six. You know, it's that mm-hmm. sci-fi game they're working on.
3: Um, I remember seeing that in their banner and I'm like wow, one of these things is not like the other. This one I've never heard of. They (laughs) announced
4: it and then just went radio silent on it. It's been wild, Mm. but it's it's supposed to be... I think it's supposed to be like an Elder Scrolls, but like a sci-fi Elder Scrolls. But I guess Fallout's
1: like sci-fi Elder Scrolls. I don't know. And The Outer Mm. Worlds Mm. is already like Mm. that. But I mean, speaking of The Outer Worlds, like microsoft bought obsidian a couple yes. of years ago too and oh my the god was the memes everything
4: the memes i've seen about that too of like um obsidian running into bethesda at a
0: party <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at a microsoft hey, party. they are coworkers <laughs> like, now yes my, yeah. Microsoft. Has,
3: but microsoft will have to get to that wii u level of desperation like all right fine we'll emulate the first earthbound oh. <laughs> we'll do everything fans say obsidian will make a new vegas too hmm. Oh, I hope.
4: God. Oh, hey,
3: again, my prediction, my prediction is very heavily like these games are not going to be Microsoft exclusive. Yeah, no, it, it no. doesn't. It doesn't matter anymore. Like, if, if Sony doesn't have a legitimate answer to Game Pass, and you say like, uh, I love Skyrim and I love Fallout, and like they will be included in your regular fee for the rest of your life. Yeah, on this platform. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. It, not even just this platform on PC, and I think they've said if Switch and fucking Sony would let us have Game Pass on it. We'd put it there. Well, too. I think this is one of their plays
4: for it, right? Which is like, yeah, hey, it, you want access to the Bethesda library? Then put Game Pass on your systems. We'd, the you the,
3: the big rumor behind the Disney Fox acquisition was not some like surge of power. It was uh, they wanted they wanted Avatar's billions, potential billions, yeah. and they wanted catalog movies for Disney Plus. That's mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. the major reason Disney bought Fox. Well, and I think they also got a and,
4: big stake in Hulu that Fox was, was in. It, it basically did. gave them most But they Hulu. are
3: quite clearly disinterested in it. Like, they, they yeah. don't yeah. care at all. Yeah. <laughs> two, two Disney Plus shows have already ended up on Hulu because, like, ah, this
1: isn't Disney. And, like, then why'd you buy it? <laughs> Fuck, you're too rich. You're too rich. So This isn't everything... whimsical enough. Hulu's just going to turn into Disney Plus After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I think they also confirmed, like, the Bethesda label isn't going away. Like, it'll just be, like, a sub-publishing label is my understanding. A um, they'd, uh, they'd
3: operate semi-autonomously. Semi-autonom- but I predict I predict Sony
1: players and Switch players will enjoy Bethesda games for years to come. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they, I've been reading some, like, analysis on it, and they're speculating that, like, maybe they decided to sell off because... Uh, the last couple games didn't do so great, like Rage Two and uh, mm. Dishonored Two, a couple of other games like that. I mean, I think it's more just they waved seven point five <laughs> billion dollars in front of them. Yeah, like, I don't think be, they like, needed well, too much more. What you're talking about? Those games were that. all
3: games that like were very well did, performed, very well critically. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, in if these games aren't designed to make billions of dollars but perform well critically and make our platform look good, first party. Yeah, I, think, I think.
4: Yeah, the analysis I, I was reading is is. Bethesda's model is mostly these; um, they're not service games so much. Like they have Elder Scrolls Online and stuff, but it's it's mostly these like big AAA one-off experiences, which is a very high-risk, high-cost business, right? Like it's very expensive Mm -hmm. to develop the next Dishonored, right? Right. uh, Yeah. Versus and but if it hits, it hits. It it does huge numbers. You know, we've seen sales of games like Ghost of Tsushima or or, you know Last of Us Two, but so it's like it's like well. We can take this guaranteed seven and a half billion or we can take our, our chances and maybe make even more on these future games. It's like, eh,
5: you
4: know, set guaranteed seven and a half billion is pretty good. Let's take that, you know. And then Microsoft <laughs> is like, hey, fuck it. We get amazing. This solves our first party. It's weird to say they have a first party problem because they, they do own so many cool studios now like Double Fine and and Rare. But now they get even more cool studios. So.
1: <laughs> I would love to live in a world where a Double Fine game is a system mover. (laughs) Like, that would be amazing. Psychonauts (laughs) 2 is getting people to buy, like, a new system. I would love that so much.
3: They own 23 studios, and I still, like... The only reason I haven't canceled my PS5 pre-orders because of Miles Morales. Like you have yeah. nothing that beats that. Not not a single thing. Mm. For and I'm the perfectly next year. okay
1: playing Miles Morales on my PS4. Like I'm perfectly fine uh, waiting. Yeah, I'm ashamed of myself for having done this,
3: and I only did it because I had the option. Like I had a secret backend thing through one of my, like literally one of my arcade modding groups. No one right. in the games industry. And 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 I don't want it, and I fucking hate it, <laughs> and I can't <laughs> afford it, and I. Jesus, I fucking hate myself every day justifying <laughs> this to my girlfriend. We got to be real careful this month. Why? Because I pre-ordered a PS Five.
1: <laughs> but you're gonna have an awesome like Dead Space like spire in your living room from the yeah, I fucking hate so, this.
3: Not right? to cut new space in my built-in entertainment center. Shit.
4: Just hide it in that skeleton, Chris. You'll be fine. She'll never notice. It's a giant <laughs> skeleton.
0: Bring back Chad Warden to talk about the quizzle. <laughs> the, the, the giant skeleton
3: was my new console budget. I know! <laughs> it came
0: from the same till. Hey guys, I'm sure
4: it was just a coincidence, but they they announced this acquisition the day before Xbox pre-orders went up. I'm sure mm-hmm. that was just purely coincidental, didn't you? It know. wasn't um but apparently it worked because holy fucking fuck fuck shit, stick. Uh those pre-orders were a clusterfuck.
0: God damn yeah. the fucking pre-order scene this past week. So This, between this and the RTX 3080, I actually stayed up until 6 a.m. on the West Coast when those RTX (laughs) pre-orders went live. That's the most Michael move. You don't wake up early. You stayed up until. (laughs) 557. Well, I was off that day, but at at 557, reloaded new egg and it immediately started crashing out hardcore across the board. Started reload painting f5 on the other sites they were all coming soon coming soon coming soon and yeah. then within a minute like six from between 6 and six oh one a.m those went from coming soon to sold out oh god I, I never even got an add to cart button on any site <laughs> i looked at
4: i'm beginning Ugh. to think the pre-announce of the time of the pre-order which microsoft promised they would do and then our uh, nvidia did
0: Actually, just gives the the scalpers and the bots like yes. more chance to prep for it. Yeah, was, mm. and mm. The, I, I was mm. seeing articles about like, yes, there are. There's like at least one company that programs a bot that specifically yeah. just, you know, grabs this thing and over and over and over and over again. And yeah. like, there's it, like, it, yeah, our members got map. like this one guy got forty cards. This other guy got twenty cards. Like, fuck you yeah, all. It, it, it
3: hits mm. a website seventy five times a second. And that was the the, the major thing. I hadn't really heard of because, like, uh, uh, the 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 place I lived in in San Francisco was um, right around the corner was where they sold Jordans and purses. Hmm.
4: Yeah, oh, who, have had, who have had who have had to like yeah, almost
3: solely rely on physical sales to not be attacked by these scalpers. Yeah, and and the scalpers built this program. And this is the first time they've really attacked video game pre-orders because you know it's a technology that didn't wasn't totally prevalent in 2013 and the Switch didn't merit it. And and, and then the money isn't really there because, like, dude, a sold-out pair of Jordans, you can get, like, 9,000% for as opposed to, like, you maybe will get double for one of these mm, consoles. This is not the mm. first time
4: those people have attacked it. This is the first time they've had technology on their side to attack it. I right. can recall in college... One of my frat bros, when N64 came out, Ultra 64 gentlemen, that's how old I am, Yeah, he fucking drove to Nevada with a lump of cash, thousands of dollars, to buy all of the N64s he wow. could, and then bring them back and sold them at a huge premium and made a ton of money, so... Dirtbags have always been dirtbaggy <laughs> when it comes to
3: this shit. It, I, this, but this is the fir- one of the first times the bots came for consoles, and they beat yeah. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they beat all your... All, a thousand Wario 64s put together could not defeat <laughs> these
0: bots. <laughs> I was lucky with the, the Xbox Series X, because like, for a minute there, it seemed like the same thing. Where it's just like, okay, add to cart on Target. Oh, now it's disappeared. Add to cart on Best Buy. Nope, now it's sold out. Add to cart on uh Microsoft and it's like it let me go through the part was like pick your configuration like yes 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 okay uh added to cart and then it's just like oh no there's nothing the in your cart empty. yeah and then finally like i i i went and, and and tried to add it again and it's just like oh you've reached your limit on this item and finally like i just went and looked inside the cart and then it's like oh okay no it's sitting there and like this was after it was sold out everywhere else and so like, it's been sitting there for like 10 minutes and so just hit the button and managed to buy it so, i mean mm. i sent you guys screenshots We've, they, we took down
4: fucking walmart right like yeah. what's it to take, to take down walmart <laughs> yeah. right i never got through i was trying to buy through the microsoft store saying okay that'll at least probably you know they'll, they'll have allocation just 503 i think it's 503 errors mm-hmm. the entire time um best buy and amazon fucking got their shit up late because i was right there right at 8 a.m for the pre-order and it's like those went up at like 830 or some shit it was a clusterfuck mm-hmm. uh sony was a clusterfuck nvidia was uh, sony and nvidia have they never do this they officially apologize for how poorly pre-orders went for their shit. <laughs> Bo- both companies like sony does not do that shit no okay little soapbox moment as an industry video games has always been bad at supply chain retail shit i don't mm-hmm. know if it's the conservative nature of we don't want to order too many things and then have them sit on a shelf. But think about it, guys. There's,
3: there's not a big markup on these things already. Why, yeah. why flood but the think stores about it. with what them? What other
4: industry do you need to go in and pre-order a thing to guarantee your thing for day one, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always been the case of like, oh, I'm going to go to GameStop day one and pick up this back when physical was a thing. Oh, they don't have any copies. Okay, I'm going to go across the street and maybe see if Best Buy has copies. Oh, they don't have copies. Okay, i go to Target. What other product...
0: Do you know
3: of yeah, I'm the tr- I'm trying or... to remember, like, pre- pre-ordering pre a CD uh, or right.
0: a car. <laughs> right, like, or It just DVDs. doesn't exist. No what other product DVDs. do you feel compelled to have on day one?
4: Well, DVDs, <laughs> when, when they were okay, at their yeah, peak, sure. I would get DVDs day one, but I never had to pre-order one. So
3: The Arby's Prime Rib uh, uh, Sandwich, and this is not a sponsorship. It's no <laughs> yeah.
4: wonder that people like me are like, all digital, baby. We're going all digital. Unfortunately the boxes themselves are the, the one thing you can't do digitally you have to someone <laughs> right. has to, to have the machine there Until we you might get be really interested good... in stadia yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they fucking shit the bed and and yeah. three times in a row within the span of a week they fucking shit the bed how the fuck is this possible in 2020 that we can't figure this shit out like what
2: the fuck I mean, I the, mean the, the, perhaps, perhaps supply chains are temporarily disrupted. This for isn't a supply chain issue. Supply, supply that, chain yeah. is has to do with stock.
4: This is people were hitting the websites that they were selling those shit and oh, they couldn't yeah. get the websites to work. This is a purely yeah. uh, cloud Microsoft server, you know,
3: whatever. For, the fr- for Microsoft, it's particularly embarrassing. They sell hosting. Yes, <laughs> and this is and so like, like some
4: Apache back-end back web server yeah, shit. So, you know? so
3: no one is protected against these bots if you're not, and you failed. Sony has no such thing. The best part about
4: all this is now we know the tech that Walmart and Target and all these sites run on because we get all their fucking error messages when
3: we (laughs) just... Really, Walmart angel fire? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Geocities.walmart.com
4: And look, dude, I'm a guy, you know, I sell games for a living. We gotta get our shit together.
3: Well, again, I think there's, there's not a nefarious conspiracy theory around it because if Microsoft and Sony could sell more consoles and if uh nvidia could sell more cards they would they would yeah
4: that's what i'm saying i'm not and, saying conspiracy and, i'm just saying like yeah the the fact that i you have thousands maybe hundreds of thousands of consumers who want to give you five hundred dollars yeah and you can't accept
3: that money but i think i i think you're seeing you're seeing how the aftermarket business came for them very very hard mm-hmm. for yeah. I, if you if you aren't into shoes Shoes stopped selling. Jordan stopped selling online because of this years ago. They had to develop
4: a special app that is like yeah. a it's it's like Ticketmaster basically. It's, they couldn't. It's, they
3: could hmm. yeah, and Ticketmaster. I'm sorry, like. Fuck, I was watching a documentary on LCD sound system. Huh? Like, like, we were going to do six farewell shows. They sold out in two and a half minutes. None of their fans got their tickets, and all scalpers got them. And, like, fuck, what mm-hmm. do we do? Yeah. And yeah. they just ended up performing, like, extra shows for nothing at small clubs that didn't have these websites. Because, yeah. like, there was nothing else you could do. But but for uh, concert tickets, uh, live event tickets, uh, uh, physical items like purses and shoes, this has existed for a really long time. And people have not put these online. And the... What I'm mad about is that the video games industry paid no attention to that. And then like also announced we'll have them all available at the same time as if that'll help. Well, I'm, <laughs> yeah. no, it's not it that won't. they didn't pay attention. They've
4: This, this has happened several decades now. No, no. I, I have a PS5
0: right now that I don't want!
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, guess what you can do? You can scalp it. <laughs> I could have a PS4
3: for seven months when I wanted one and needed one for work. But this hmm. is since... The
4: 16-bit era, every gaming console generation, we've had this problem
1: of a shortage of consoles not, and a not huge with rush the PS3, strangely. Those were very readily Because available. they were $600. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same reason yeah. the 3DO was very yeah, available. Yeah. Like, yeah. At, yes. the time, at the time, the
3: PS3 was like, like three and a half iPhones. If this were just yeah.
0: a matter of it selling out, I think that would be one thing. But what makes it especially infuriating is that I feel like I showed up on time. I followed the rules. I feel like I got trampled and never had an opportunity I never had to buy chance. the thing yeah. I wanted. And right, then I'm yeah. seeing hundreds of people with the same stories taking to Twitter, very frustrated. And then I'm seeing stories about these, you know, scalpers with bots crowing about how many units yeah. they got. Like
5: yeah. that,
3: that, that shit of every website saying like, we'll notify you when we have stock. And like, yeah,
5: the, none of these the websites so, don't work.
3: They, they never work. They never, you they never get any notification.
2: No. By the time the by the time you get it, it's too late. Sorry. Do you think that Sony or Nvidia like? I know they issue apologies and stuff, but do they do they care? Like, do they care that you
0: are not able to get your yes. PS3?
2: Or your yes, PS5 I, think, or I think it depends. Well, I think, money, I, think
0: yeah. I think Sony like the the. Sony and Microsoft have an interest in these getting into consumers' hands because but they'll these are still get the, into consumers' but, hands but, whether or not they go through a scalper. But here's the well, it, it, but if they're sitting in some scalper's basement because people don't want to pay the markup then that's, that's some, a console that's not making money for them.
3: No, they want it to make the most money in the first week yeah. to give it the biggest marketing push of all Yeah, because time. they really make
4: yeah. most of their money on the licensing for the games themselves. So, yes, Michael, that's, that's a great point, Michael. If, if it's sitting in some scalper's basement, they can't make all of that long tail money.
0: With NVIDIA and their various licensees, like, it really doesn't make a difference if people are playing with the cards or just buying them. No. NVIDIA has always been a weird thing because they don't actually make
4: cards. They just license their technology to they, these... They like... do,
0: but most of them are third party.
4: But yeah, it's not they're, they're, like they're,
2: a video they're... console is going to go up over time. Like, no scalper is going to mm. sit on this. Like, if I get this right. PS3 ne- PS5 3 ps now and sit on it for two years, yeah. it's just going to be worth <laughs> but it But it he doesn't need less. to sit on it because he, <laughs>
4: he has all the stock, so he's going to sell it to you at twice the price anyway. Because well, yeah, but I'm saying
2: he's got to sell it right away to make that meaningful. And so you get the same sort of market infiltration and you you uh, Michael like you miss your purchase chance to buy the new Nvidia card in mm-hmm. your piss now but you're still going to buy it later as soon as yeah, it's yeah, available yeah yeah but not so, from a scalper uh, well I, th- I think that like uh, right. and
3: honestly and honestly like um if if i think we were calling the his- history of events pre-orders are a thing to like we can gauge th- Interest in our product, and mm-hmm. maybe maybe uh, produce and, and, more. And what to, that is, and pre-orders, demand, yeah. pre-orders, yeah, pre-orders were announced uh, a month and a half before the product is out. Normally, like. We were talking about we'd be at E3 and like and pre-orders available now, early June, yeah, yeah or yeah. late May, and like and, and so they can make more if they need to address a market and shortage. Not that this can't time. happen too here. Late. Yeah, they were too late with that's the not going to happen. Yeah, like, but like so,
2: Chris, you said that you bought a PS5 and like part I don't of that, want even one! though <laughs> right, I know, but I'm guessing <laughs> that part of the reason that you bought one is because you knew that they would sell out because that, of scalpers. That's right, and well, so he, you're he, sort he, of incentivized he, yeah. to well, buy
0: this thing you don't even it's, really want. It's not just scalpers it's that you look you know with the ps4 like you just said you had to wait seven months to get it it's that like yeah. after that initial shipment dries up it may be a while until the next one comes through okay. or, or you
3: have to oh. like like it has to be your job every day you need to check on a ps4 yeah. and i'm just not gonna yeah, fucking it do it, that or like I with, the, did it with wii the wii in 2006 yeah, yeah, i'm not, I'm not oh. doing that again i'm not i'm not camping out for a console ever again i'm never <laughs> ever ever no. fucking doing that like I bought, I, I pre-ordered PS Five. I don't want one. Mm-hmm. I cannot really afford one. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this to like protect my family. need Like, in case an intruder comes in, I can give them the PS Five right. and I go away. <laughs> like, like, uh, it, It's this, it, it's this weird future-proofing thing. Like, I don't really want one. I just knew it would be a problem, and I didn't bother with the Xbox just because, like, uh, uh, well, there's no Miles Morales. It, yeah. Like if you've if you've listened to me on this show, I have been modding arcade machines for a long time. I've been trying to find old video cards and new and and current hard drives and solid state drives. They've all been at a weird shortage or like shipping late or uh, at, at a 40% higher cost than normal, yeah. even when they said the supply chain was normal. these hard drives and and proprietary uh, uh, wires and systems and these new consoles, dude, these are not commercially available products right. Yeah and like so so whatever they're saying to you, they're lying. These are gonna the, I, I I'm sorry, especially with the PS5, this is gonna go away for a very long time. Yeah. From my from my estimation, looking for parts, like everything is more expensive right now, and I know every console is sold at a loss, but it's usually sold at like a five percent gain or so. PS5 won't make that and they will not release any more. They're releasing more right now because they said they would. They need their stock to do well and they want but like there are no new games on the horizon for this thing. But
4: this goes against 2 weeks ago literally there was that news story of hey there might be a shortage of PS2 PS5 components and then Sony was like, "Nope, nope, that's false news. We we have plenty. We're going to produce plenty to meet demand for this holiday." And it's like did everyone forget about that story? Because clearly that is not the case.
3: PC gamers know that the technology in these boxes are either prohibitively expensive. You could not build the equivalent of a PS5 or uh, an Xbox Series S right now for less than $500. They're, they're either prohibitively expensive or non-existent. And they are going to dry up they're over the holidays. And they're probably not going to be available until June of next year. Have you looked at the, the 2013 pa- console that's half as powerful as you is not available right now. Oh, that's... I fucking
4: forgot to bring it up. The other part of this clusterfuck, uh, sales of Xbox One X's went up 700% that day because people were so confused they were buying the wrong fucking machine!
3: Yeah! So here, here's here's the, the, the fucking clarity I got from that and like, oh! It won't matter that much. There's like two games they can't play. Sure. Yeah. They, they won't even notice it, it, if they bought <laughs> yeah. it. If they bought it, it'll be there's almost nobody who owns an Xbox One S or X who accidentally bought another one. It's mm. people who are upgrading to things they didn't have right. before. They skipped you would know the, know the Xbox difference. generation. And- yeah, so for yeah, you, the first year or two, they
0: won't know the difference. <laughs> yeah. You would
3: know the difference if you had one. So like those people will be enjoying the same games you and I will on any of our new consoles. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, is this not 120 frames a second, said the kid who hasn't had an Xbox this generation. I don't think it'll I, be a big deal. I got to
4: do a comparison. I got to look, but... I'm wondering now how much more powerful the Series S is to the One X. Me I don't too. think it's that much more powerful.
3: Me too. Uh, and I'm I'm wondering like because I I Matt and I are like all about the all access which like was not that didn't exist uh, the all access financing program that's what I wanted to do with the Xbox yeah, and yeah. like you can't you can't really do it And you're not going to be able to do it for another yeah. I would guess a few months, um, but like I've never been more convinced like. They did this on purpose because these are iPhones, and mm-hmm. there will be a new iPhone yeah. in a year or two, mm-hmm. and that's why there's that all access two year plan. Like this is too good to be true. I'm saving twenty dollars. You save about twenty dollars on Apple that Apple program uh, when you upgrade to a new phone.
4: Right, 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 right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, well, and actually, I was looking when I was I was checking out those pages for all access, and mm-hmm. there was a link that didn't work for anybody but the link's <laughs> there so in the future it will which basically said hey are you a current all access member would you like to
0: upgrade your console
4: so you can tell that that shit they're working on it and it's built in well, and it's its still it's, their it's secret weapon.
0: currently built in like you can buy a series S and then upgrade to a series X after a certain amount of time. Yeah. No, no, and I think if you, it's always if you have an, If you're doing it with a, uh, an Xbox One X you can do the same to a but series that, But
3: that's how the Apple program has always worked yeah. and I've never been more convinced due to the confusing naming system like oh did you get the wrong one come into the store man you'll talk to an Xbox uh, fucking wonder kind or whatever the replacement for genius is Uh, (laughs) it's pronounced that's what they're doing if there's not a new Xbox announced uh, in a year I'll eat a hat of my choice I'm not going to eat your hat (laughs) or mine Mm -hmm. I will choose right. the hat that I eat. You're gonna but eat like, a very
0: uh, small hat off a of gingerbread man.
3: I, I think X, <laughs> Xboxes are basically like a, a kind of PCs at this point, and yeah. um, and, and and they're they're releasing uh, television PCs, and I like that. I'm not criticizing that at all uh, yeah it's every and, every
4: time someone does like look how big this thing is i'm like look at the average pc tower it's still yeah, a dude, fraction of that the size. you know get out of here I, I the only reason i get so pissed is like I'm, I'm i'm a huge fan of both i i want a ps5 i'm gonna get a ps5 eventually i want an xbox series x i'm gonna get it eventually i just literally take my money and they can't take my money and that mm. feels pretty shitty as a guy that's like all right well then
3: fuck it, you it, it you know? feels stupid to me because like i i I was trying to do the right thing, and, and and I spent the last couple months like here and there, like all right, this my heating bill was a little lower. I can put money into the fucking console account, and then like to get fucked like that. If you were saving like me,
5: mm-hmm.
3: like like trying to do your best, like a uh, uh, like using an app to like do your finances correctly. Like I canceled the Shutter app for this. You <laughs> <laughs> fuck you.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. So we'll. I mean, so again, within. Dude, there's not going to be exclusives within that year. Microsoft's already said, like, within that that first... I think they even said, like, more than a year. Just, you know... Be happy with you what you got. a high-profile
3: two point five for the Spider-Man game from mm-hmm. three years ago. So yeah. that's
4: yeah, about pl- it. Play your Game Pass games. Like, hey, I've got a gaming PC. Yep. I'll be playing there. But it's,
0: I'm it's, just a- excited to put all these devices in a room and never need a space heater again. That's right. Michael is going to
4: go broke on his fucking electricity bills yep. for uh, those things. Hell <laughs> yeah, that's the plan uh so yeah you you can't be playing i guess a lot of us can't play xbox series x stuff but one thing in the future we will assuredly play he's been promised by the man himself is beyond good and evil 2 although <laughs> it's happening Michel ancel the creator of beyond good and evil um he's retiring or he's retired
1: he's gonna go run a wildlife sanctuary which, which mm. is like fucking good for you dude like awesome <laughs> If if Beyond Good and Evil two comes out, I will eat a hat of Chris's choice. You <laughs>
5: can
3: tell me whatever. I'll fucking eat Pharrell's
1: him. hat.
4: I
3: don't him. care. <laughs> Uh, a nacho sombrero. expired. <laughs> yes. I he's, mean. he's No, he's
4: going to make you eat that one of those Donald Duck hats from Disneyland with the little, like, the squeezy oh. thing in the bill. So, no, so the, time the hat have...
3: I have. I, I can pull out right now the hat that has a Donald Duck hat on it. It's literally a hat wearing a hat. Right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but does it have the squeaky bill? Because that's the one I always wanted to get as a kid, where you squeeze the bill of your uh, hat. And yeah, it goes,
5: yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. My
4: sister had one of those. Hell
5: yeah,
0: dude. Um, well, the, the Michelin Cell news, uh, on the one hand, you know, good for him. I wish him the best. Um, yeah. I I think that's a worthy endeavor. On the other hand, as someone who's interviewed him before, he—that is such a loss. He is such Mm. a great interview.
5: He's so fun. He's He's like one of the most
0: talkative people I have ever met in this industry, and very friendly. And I think his ideas are fantastic. I think he's done a lot of amazing stuff. You know, he's the creator of Rayman. He's the creator of Beyond Good and Evil. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was really excited to see him because I I spoke to him in like 2011 about Beyond Good and Evil 2 and I remember him saying like Yeah, his original idea for the game, the first game, was that it would be, like, this big, like, open-world galaxy where you could travel between planets, and it was going to be, like, what what eventually we got as Beyond Good and Evil was supposed to be, like, the first chapter of a much larger Mm. game. Oh, wow. Right. And uh, then he and his team realized that, like, okay, well, PS2 isn't quite as limitless as we thought it was, so we need to scale back, and we can... Just make this game where you're traveling between Hillis and its moon, mm. uh, and so this was going to be like the realization of that, where you can travel between a bunch of fully detailed, populated planets with different backstories, and it's all going to be open world. Everything scales to different sizes, and uh, but it, and and you know, I was like, excited to see him finally realizing that and it's like well like i guess it'll have to be realized without him
4: so this to me i uh, you, you know oh the other the weird thing about this is he confirmed not only is beyond good and evil 2 still being worked on
5: mm-hmm. um
4: that's a ubisoft joint wild which is outside the ubisoft family yes. like was, they, they'd given him kind of a weird exemption like yeah you can keep making this thing he said is still under development as well i think i, thought, I think it's
0: know. like his wife owns that company or something okay. so hmm.
4: the, the, but the, the larger point i was going to make here is like I feel like this is happening – it's going to be happening more and more because games as an industry are maturing. Um, But I think what we're seeing is – so I'm going to bring up a name. Please don't – you know, whatever. Uh, But Peter Molyneux is another example of a guy Mm -hmm. who's sort of out of the industry, which I feel like compared to like our favorite movie directors, creatives – Because of the nature of games and how long they each take to make compared with movies, like everyone's gaming oeuvre, these creatives, is actually a pretty short list compared to our movie guy. And we're going to feel like, man, they should have or could have done so much more by the time they hit retirement age. I think this is going to happen more and more where we're just like, wow, this... Really, that's all. That's it. That's your total creative output. But it's just because <laughs> games are, you know, three to four year endeavors versus movies, which are which are a year or less. You know. Yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. I think we'll start seeing that because I, I do feel like Michel Ancel is almost like it's potential unrealized for certain things. I'm like, man, I feel like he he had so much more he could have contributed to the industry, but just the nature of games and how long they take. It's I guess not.
1: You know. Hmm. But if he's not going to do that, I'm glad he's doing what he's doing. It seems yeah. like this is a really cool philanthropic event. And uh, Fuck
2: yeah. Put
4: Carol Baskin out of business. Fuck that, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I just generally get the sense that like, you brought up Peter Molyneux and like he just feels like I because I do remember like reading articles of people interviewing Peter Molyneux about Fable, but that feels so long ago. It just I don't I don't think I think that the time and maybe this is because teams are so big of. Uh, sort of superstar game developers are kind of past, too. Like, yeah,
4: like the auteur. I mean, there, there's a... The
1: Kojima's still
4: one. There's, a, there's sure, only sure. a few of them, you know? But
1: there was... Yeah, there was, like, that period in the early 2000s, late 90s, where it was, like, you had rock star developers. Yeah. You had your Cliff, Cliffy B. And your whatever. David Jaffe's. Yeah, exactly. You you knew uh, video game developers by name, and I think Ancel is kind of one of the last of that breed. Yeah, I,
3: yeah. I, think, I think everybody knows, like, <laughs> development is less about ideas and more about ref- like did you get your idea to work yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. refinement and yeah can, um, can you get
4: a hundred person plus team to deliver on an idea is actually the harder part you know? so
3: i'm sure anzell left them with a phenomenal idea and the people yeah. who make it work
1: <laughs> really anxious uh, to
4: see that fucking thing yeah. come to
1: fruition mm-hmm. i want beyond good and evil too And last last thing I'll say about Ancel is that Rayman 2 on the N64 holds up beautifully. Oh, yes, Yes. Check it out. It is Surprisingly
0: well. Surprisingly pretty game. Still so good. Yeah.
4: Um, and then you know when one door closes, one opens, as they say. A guy that we thought was retired that's coming back, baby. When you play uh, the Muppets party,
5: <laughs> uh,
4: Mike Morheim, um, or Morheim. I've heard people say it pronounced. And then his wife Amy, who, who actually I used to work with Amy. They are launching a new publisher uh, called Dreamhaven. Mike Morheim, as you might remember, was one of the founders of Blizzard. Uh, that he left oh, wow. Blizzard like a year ago. Um, so he, we thought he was done with games and he was retiring or whatever. But uh no, he's not. He's he's gonna be the head of the company, then Amy is gonna be I think they're COO. She's she's gonna run operations for the company. Uh but not only that are they forming Dreamhaven, which is the publishing label, they have two developers. Most of these people are all ex Blizzard folks. So the first developer is called uh Moonshot. Um and it's run by like people who like ran um Hearthstone and stuff like that. And then they, they have okay. another developer called Secret Door. So it looks kinda like they're like we're gonna remake Blizzard on a smaller scale, just without wow. Activision. Is, is pretty much what's happening, right? Cool. Now, which, yeah, yeah. Even even the art style of their logo, it fucking looks like concept art from World of Warcraft. It's like this little like uh, lighthouse that you're like that could easily be in a World of Warcraft town. So.
2: I mean yeah. that's great new Like I feel like Blizzard has just become so enmeshed in their properties. Like mm-hmm. the amount of upkeep to like keep pumping out WoW content, keep pumping out Hearthstone content, but, um, is just like you don't have any time to develop new ideas. It's a different and, company. Most most yeah.
4: of Blizzard, as we knew it, and the guys
2: who originally
4: developed the franchises we know and love—the Starcrafts, the Warcrafts, mm-hmm. even Hearthstone and so they it, they've all gone on to do other things and so it, it looks like this new company is he's rounding a few of those folks back up to, and putting them all together and saying let's do our thing again we love working together and being creatives together um, but I, I, I always just kind of felt you know having lived it and worked for Activision after the acquisition is like it, it definitely changed the way Blizzard ran and, mm-hmm. and and sometimes for the good like Blizzard made a shit ton more money you know when they yeah. with, when they, with mm-hmm. Activision you know saying hey yep. you need to do more releases you
3: know they never but but, on the other hand, Ghost never came out well, <laughs> yeah, that
4: but but at the same time, like it they definitely became a different company, you know, and yes, so mm-hmm. the, you know I think I think this will be cool. I'm anxious to see you know kind of what a company like this will will put out there, so we should yeah see. that's
0: that's exciting.
4: that's all the news is fit to play
0: all right. Woo. Well, let's move on to the community segment, which, as always, is segmenting our community. Uh, community. Last week's question of the week was, uh, now that Sony and Microsoft have both revealed their plans, uh, has that changed your opinions or plans for next-gen any? Uh, we were kind of continuing on last week's thread, but uh, Woody and Steve, um, <laughs> what what are your thoughts? Did it did it change your plans any?
1: Uh, you know... My plan with any new console is always to wait until it, there's at least like 5 games I'm kind of dying mm-hmm. to play. So I don't really get in on the whole like opening day uh franticness because you know r- there's rarely anything like really really worth uh buying a system for on day 1. Sure. Yeah. So it hasn't altered my uh my perception of it too much. Um and and especially the way they kind of cluster fuck both of their releases <laughs> uh yeah. I'm I'm, I'm slightly less enthusiastic about the process, uh, prospect of getting one of these new consoles this year. Steve, what do you mean? But, rise uh,
4: Rise was the bomb. Rise with yeah, a y,
0: <laughs> was the Rise and knack. Yeah, Knack <laughs> <Nat> was amazing.
1: <laughs> so we all remember Fantavision very fondly, you oh know, my. everybody's favorite. Uh yeah, so I guess that's the only thing that's changed. For me. Yeah, no- nothing's really changed in my perspective of it. I'm I'm in I'm in basically the
2: same boat. I I almost always actually end up running almost a generation behind because mm. I find at that mm. point you just start getting to the point where oh, all these games are $10 now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. um and but I will say like the marketing of these systems like I think they've just really struggled to identify a unique sort of Aspect of these consoles, like I couldn't tell you sort of one different aspect between the PS5 and the Xbox, aside from maybe like access to Game Pass, and that's mm, a yeah. lot of that is because yeah. I haven't been paying that much attention. But it no, just no. felt like in previous generations there was sort of more things I could glom onto of why is this console different than the other one? Yeah, and here yeah. one is I, a black I, box and one is sort of a white cylinder.
3: Yeah, like, I, I I have been paying I have been paying the most attention. They're both using solid state. Hard drives and uh, better wires, with <laughs> yeah. which to get to get that data faster into the thing, yeah. but like better you're... wires is not like a definitive identity. <laughs> I know, right. but like yeah, you you can't you can't know how that's going to work until you see it. We're just trusting you, yeah. yeah. And and I've seen those things like this does more teraflops, but this does this thing more quickly, and like nobody fucking knows, man. <laughs> nobody knows. There is no winner in the cons. That's what I was. I was talking to an owner of a video game store, and, like, there has been no... Microsoft and Sony have not announced a, a console within a week of one another at the same price in the history of this mm, business. No. Yeah. Mm. And there's not a discernible difference other than for me and Miles Morales. Get either one. You'll be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or get neither. You'll, be You'll also be fine. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah.
0: Because yeah. those, like, yeah, the, the no-exclusive thing kind of removes a lot of the incentive to... To grab I, these, like, unless you're a crazy person like me who just needs to have their hands on the new hardware so they can talk sure. about it on it's, their video game part podcast. Of our, it's
3: part of our job. It's yeah. okay. like yeah. I, I don't mind that being part of my life.
0: Hmm. So on apocalypse.com Trick the TM says, uh, The Sony news solidifies me going Xbox at first next gen. Shortages and such limited backward compatibility killed some of my enthusiasm. Oddly, this reminds me of how things from the PS3, 360 slash PS3 went for me. Yeah, I hmm. that
4: that part I think is like I don't know that Sony buried it in that press conference, but like I think it changed a lot of people's mind when they heard that the next Horizon, that Miles Morales are actually also on PS4. They went, mm. oh, I don't need to jump in as quickly. I think, I uh, think is Demon
0: really- Souls on PS4? Did they say that? No. Hmm. Demon's Souls was the, o- the only
3: something. thing I, v- I visibly saw in any next-gen showcase that showed me I needed to get new hardware.
4: I'm anxious to see how that one plays a little differently. Because Demon Souls is... It's before Dark Souls really figured out that formula
1: and how before to make Dark it Dark Souls right. existed. No, yeah. no,
3: no. But the, the last thing they show, they led with gameplay. Every time, like, ex- exclusive X1X. And, like, this is a cinematic trailer. Who gives a shit? Yeah this doesn't show me anything and 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 for everything on ps5 maybe ratchet and clank and and only because i know it's like it's hard to process jumping through portals but like it's still gonna be a fucking ratchet and clank game Mm. and like Mm. how much is that gonna drive fucking processing but like uh the the demon souls game like dude that looked great yeah, like really good
4: Garnzer says, I signed up for the chance to pre-order from Sony and received the email that I'd been selected. Wow, that's one of the only people wow. I've heard that worked. Mm. Uh, he received it Tuesday after the PlayStation show, after I got home from work. I got into the queue at 7.30, that's Hawaii time, Friday morning, waited half an hour, and was able to order a PS5. Holy shit, congrats. And apparently <laughs> being a Plus member got me free shipping too. I'd, I'd guess that ordering from Sony has the least chance of not receiving after ordering, so it should be safer than going through Amazon or Target or whatever. Yeah, that's the one thing we have also brought up is we don't know how many of those pre-orders are guaranteed. Um, I wonder what criteria they used to select me for this grand opportunity. It doesn't sound like any of the podcasters I listened to got in. This is, uh, so actually, Curses. Some, people, some people at work were trying to to figure this out, um, and they were saying, oh, I think it's, I think it goes with how much you play on your PS5 and, like, the number of trophies you have.
0: I mean, they they talked about, like, social stuff, so it's like, yeah, if you're using the social features, and you've got a big friends list, and you play multiplayer games regularly, mm-hmm. they're looking for people to be brand ambassadors. Yes, is that's it exactly is, it,
4: that's exactly it, but, yeah, anyway, so, hey, congratulations, you got one. Um Yay. Nice, yeah, yeah. and Good and work. it's nice to know that that e- us giving them our emails did something
3: for some people. So yay! Yeah. Uh, let's uh, official uh, from the official laser, lace- <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> uh, from the official laser time Facebook community. Orlando Anaya says, "My plans have not changed at all when it comes to the P- uh, to PS five. I don't know why, but I really dislike the design." so I'm going to wait a few years of years (laughs) until they they release a Slim to pick one up in the meantime I'm going to try and get a PS4 Pro on the cheap once uh, people start getting their PS5s Uh, as for the Xbox I just picked up a a Cyberpunk Xbox One X to replace my old uh, launch X-Bone so I think I should be good waiting a year or so to pick up the Series X and I think I really think we are in for a uh, that the, sorry, the, the the end of Orlando statement. I think we're in for a raw reveal. There is not going to be a huge difference in the first three months between the One X and the Series X.
1: Yeah, probably not. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: probably fair. Not for a while, and we'll all feel like suckers for getting <laughs> there so early. But but those prices are low, especially adjusted for inflation. So like that's why I don't mind pre-ordering one of the consoles. Anyway, sure, someone else.
1: Uh, J.R. Rawls says uh, now that everything has been revealed, I've decided to take the five hundred dollars that I have set aside to buy a next gen console and place it all on an online betting group that Trump will lose the election. <laughs> if he loses and I get double my money back, I'm going to buy a digital only PS5 and won't feel guilty that I spent money on a system I'm honestly not that excited about as I got it for free. I know that in this scenario, I will have spent the opportunity uh, cost of the money on it as well, as I will have taken the risk of losing the money to get that free, quote-unquote, PS5. But on the emotional level, I won't care about that in the slightest, as every time (laughs) I look at the PS5, I'll get a little smile on my face, thinking how I got it for free because that man lost. If he wins, then I'm going to skip this console generation." Nothing I've seen has wowed me, and I've got a Switch and a PC that provide me with more great gaming possibilities than I have time for. In the event I lose my next-gen money on a bet, then by the time I will probably really be starting to jones for a new system in 2025 or so, I think streaming games will have taken off and I'll be able to play the latest and greatest games on a $20 dongle while subscribing (laughs) to the Netflix of gaming, whatever that ends up being. (laughs)
5: <laughs>
1: I am very, I am very impressed by that uh, fellow's
2: event, her event uh, foresight. Yeah, like, yeah. Inter- he's like, I got this all planned out till twenty twenty five. He's literally, gonna find Ralls, I don't know what Ralls, I'm baby. doing tomorrow. Yeah, so, <laughs> J.
3: R. Rawls, J. R. Rawls is, is a laser time commenter MVP. Okay, it,
2: it kind of <laughs> makes me worry that
4: you're getting two to one odds on Trump losing. I, I would hope the odds would be a little lower than that on him
5: losing. I mean, I think yeah.
3: everyone's afraid because, like, every like. Yeah, he's historically unpopular. Everyone wants him to lose, but he's making laws that won't allow him sure. to lose. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, we we said <laughs> so, all the same. And, shit and also, in a Supreme Court yeah. justice
3: died, and so the last bastion of protecting our election system is over. Again. Yeah. So I wouldn't bet any money on that. But but uh, <laughs> but even more than that, and I want to get into this next week, and I'm less hammered. Um, I looked into where XCloud gaming and Stadia gaming could go. And why we don't have a Roku app for those things. Hmm. Uh, Because they technically can't... Streaming games is not as easy as we think. And um, there's a reason it only exists on Android apps right now. You can't do it on Fire, and you can't do it on Roku, and you can't do it anywhere. Yeah. Um, Yeah. it's weird, and 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 so like it, it's not as close as we thought. Uh, streaming games, you, and I, I, I want to look more into that. You can do it on Google Sorry. Chrome, which it has uh-huh. to be that special version of yeah. the Google Chrome. on crickety Chrome. I'm going <laughs> to load it up on my fucking my 32 inch it? TCL television. I'm going to load up Chrome. The Chrome man. sticks,
4: no, the the special Stadia Chrome stick that has the yeah. weird firmware, right? Because they do have Comcast.
3: some processing in in that stick itself. But like I really thought like TCL, I thought my TCLs had me covered with my Roku TV, and uh, yeah, they, they they really don't for games. Like that, that's never going to work.
4: I was wondering <laughs> though how much of that is just rights versus tech. You know, mm. like it mm. feels like an Apple situation.
3: No, if you if you think about it. The, like the process of getting crackle onto a service is not the same of playing Assassin's Creed over the internet. They they cannot be on the same infrastructure. <laughs> no, it like the one is more intense than the other, and like yeah, most platforms aren't ready for that yet. And, and mobile platforms are. But anyways. So well,
0: I got news for you. In 2025, Netflix is going to get into gaming hard with Crossy Road 3D. That's right. <laughs> Crossy Road, everybody.
1: And big Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope for JR's sake and for all of our sake that he gets a PS5 as well. Yeah,
0: me too,
3: buddy. Same
1: here.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ivan Williams says, less than enthusiastic, considering what y'all said last week about a bunch of opening PS5 titles also being on PS4. Yeah, I'll just catch up on the last generation on my X-Bone S and grab a used PS4. Hell, half the Sony collection is also on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh. yeah.
6: Sony not PS a, not collection.
0: point. Yeah. Uh, and then Adam Bradbury
4: says, question of the week, seeing the console reveals made me want both. Decided to go with the PS5 uh, first since it can replace my PS4 Slim, which has more trade value than my launch Xbox. Wow, look at that! Like comparing Ooh, the trade ins. Wow. Uh, I <laughs> was he was I was first in line at EB Games, so he must be a Canadian. Yep. Last Thursday, <laughs> and I got one uh, one of the only five available pre-orders. Only five wow. at a game oh at a Game location.
1: Wow.
3: What what he didn't add in it cost him. 400,000 loonies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: or 200,000 toonies. <laughs> That's I mean, true. I'm going to steal the same true. joke. So five pre-order units in Canada is what, like two American units? Like it's just two consoles <laughs> yeah. basically. All they they
1: have exchange it, it with like Cobalt or something. <laughs> I don't
4: know what they do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they apologize to you. You get the pre-order and they go, sorry, sorry, sorry,
3: <laughs> sorry. Uh, Oh, you wanted the 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 sor- the Sorny PS Five <laughs> the, <sorny. laughs> oh, the magnet Vox. Mm.
4: I know our Canadian mm. listeners fucking hate that, and I'm yeah. sorry.
5: Oh.
3: We love
1: you, it's Canada. My Alex we, oh, we only we're,
2: make fun because we're jealous of we your are functioning
1: so society. Of you yes. right now. We're we're basically South Canadia right here. So yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, we've got a couple video responses first from Schnazzy One on the Twitters.
7: Hey guys, VG Vloggers. This is this this is the Schnazzy One. Uh, jeez. Uh, so the two systems are kind of interesting. I mean, like the specs are really interesting, and, and I, I, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Uh, just because I do not trust them to put out this bleeding edge uh, of graphics hardware without some problems at launch. Uh, once I'm verified, it's verified. These systems stay working for an extended period of time without problems then I might jump on board Uh, uh, Xbox really does have the most appealing thing to me just because I'm always a fan of ways to improve my credit so (laughs) (laughs) having something you pay for for two years and it's not that much and you're getting free games (laughs) there's not too much of a problem I have with this Um, but you know for the price of them I could just be upgrading my PC and uh, that might end up being the way I go I mean it's not like I'm dying for things to play I have tons to play um but yeah i mean like i'm gonna wait and see whether we have a failure rate going on here and uh, uh i'm probably just gonna use what money i might have used for it to upgrade my pc in the meantime while i wait to hear games i want and uh and the reliabilities of these machines so on that love you guys uh sorry i broke uh, a minute 30 uh-oh uh, get, get there uh, love you guys listen all the time uh stay uh- cool I
3: love Schnazzy one. He's been with us forever. Uh, uh, It's an interesting
0: point, though. What is going to be the red ring of death? I was going to
4: say that would be the most twenty twenty shit ever to have red ring problems, or just spontaneous combustion from either (laughs) of the
1: systems. Just like yeah, the the signature PS five spout of fire.
3: (laughs) I would say I would say more more the Xbox playing 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 Mario Sunshine like. This looks like something in the game that would spew fire. from him. <laughs> Like it has a vent in the top. It looks like a bad barbecue grill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it looks. It
4: looks like a heater. Well, remember all those memes of the PS5 as the the, the eye of Sauron. You know, that's just oh, yeah. be where the flame yeah. circle yeah. shoots up in the middle.
3: And so, so the reason the 360 overheated, like, sorry, or red ringed, is heat.
5: Yes, Oof. and
3: this is the first time I've ever seen consoles like design themselves with like. These vents are more prevalent than the buttons you'll use. Them <laughs> <for>. <laughs> yes. Like, so the heat is going to be an issue, and you know these first designs are not ready to anticipate uh, certain things that are coming within even six months. <laughs> yeah. What do you
2: think qualifies as an extended period of time to verify that these things last?
0: I would say a year and a half. Okay,
3: we we yeah. bitched about it a bunch on the show. Like, uh, we a couple of us have PS4 Pros, and like, it's it's still louder the the fan is louder than the ps4 regular so yeah it is mm-hmm. yeah it, it it's way louder and and so like it runs games so much faster i'm like and I have to turn up the volume so much louder yeah. to overcome yeah. I, what you said. I sound wear like. headphones.
0: It's like having an Xbox, but worse. <laughs> yeah. Or an Xbox 360, rather, which was also like I started gaming with headphones because that thing got so loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm yeah. hoping, like, because of all the goddamn vents, maybe they'll be a bit better. I mean,
4: it makes me wonder why wasn't that one of the features they were touting? Like, liquid cooling's been a thing on PCs for quite some time. Yeah.
3: That'll never... No, no, yeah. no. Some
0: no. little kid will poke holes in it and will yeah. get water all over Yeah,
3: the there's too many things that can go wrong and liquid <laughs> cooling is always stupid unless you're a PC gamer. Like, unless you know what you're doing, you can't liquid cool shit.
0: I mean, it's not that difficult. Buy-
3: yes,
5: it, it <laughs> really isn't.
3: Crazy! Cars would be liquid cooled or, like, or, or homes would be liquid I cooled. I mean, part, it was part that of the easy.
2: appeal of consoles over PCs is, like, they're easy. Anyone can play them. You want to buy them and not have to dick around with this kind of stuff, so I think that Chris is right. To, Any risk... To so that... pour
3: Freon in your fucking console.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I don't
4: want to point out the obvious, but how fucking crazy is it that we have these, like, microprocessors that can do billions of cycles per second and we cool them with fans? Like, the yeah. fucking Yeah, technology I know, I know. Of-
3: That's fair. Like, like, why not a Greek girl with a pump? <laughs> <spark? laughs> Another one throws grapes into the disc tray.
5: don't <laughs> <It's
2: laughs> <a> fucking
4: shade <bullshit laughs> on my liquid cooling when you're literally, you could blow on your console to cool it down. <laughs> Fuck
2: off. That's why uh, it worked on the NES, right? You I were had, cooling down the, idea, the cartridges. Like, w- w-
3: when you when you we're in the future them. and consoles are super powerful, you'll, they'll only be available on your roof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you,
3: have you Just, just store have to them in your ice air. box. Yeah.
0: It'll it'll eventually be a necessity to to stream them from the cloud because they'll have to be kept in a super cooled facility.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! They'll be like like Arizona will be like 120 degrees at all time because it's housing all our PC games. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yep
4: you see that video of um there was these guys they were running doom i think it was doom eternal at like a thousand frames per second but they were literally oh. pouring liquid nitrogen on the graphics card to make it
0: work so it <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god <laughs>
4: all right we
6: got
0: one more video answer from andrew bamer
6: hello vg apocalypse crew this is andrew coming to you from the late 19th century otherwise known as indiana uh, so, have the recent announcements changed my plans to upgrade to a new console at all? And the answer is no, because I have this nice new gaming PC that I just put together over Lots quarantine. Of glowing lights. And then, if we take a look over here, finally bit the bullet at the beginning of quarantine and bought myself a PlayStation 4 Pro. Mm. And looking here, we've got like hundreds of. And hundreds of hours of video games to play on the PS4. So, like, what's the point in upgrading right now? I just got all of these for, like, a fraction of what they cost new. That's kind of always been my thing. Wait until the end of a generation, find out what games are, like, chef's kiss, and pick (laughs) them up and play them, and then uh, wait for the new cycle. I kind of learned watching my brother do the whole, oh, I've got to have it thing back with the PlayStation 2 generation, and he ended up spending, like, a bunch of money on a scalped PlayStation 2, and then Oof. he didn't have anything to play, and I ended up getting the most use out of it playing my old PS1 games, so it's like, <laughs> why upgrade? Just uh, yeah. wait and see.
0: That, that is a, a certain point of pain, the idea mm. of having bought a PS2 from a scalper. <laughs> Now. Yes. So much uh, later. I
4: I only have two things to say after listening to that. N- number one, um, I didn't know John Hodgman listened to our podcast. And mm. so number two, <laughs> I'm a huge fan, Mr. Hodgman. Huge, huge
5: fan. Yeah, also, that
0: was like, I, I, I will stress, uh, this is not a visual medium, even though I <laughs> asked <laughs> for video <opinion laughs> There was like 8 eight PS4 games sitting on that shelf, plus a bunch <laughs> of PC games, but... And also, he's he's not he's not
3: factoring in like um, there's not a lot of difference between the new consoles and they're both the same price. But you're not factoring in a un- completely empty life, devoid <laughs> of <me. laughs> This is <Yeah>. true. <laughs> like I, I you're just, gonna need. I, I like what Michael Not only retail earlier. therapy, but like like distraction. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, bug snacks. Whenever we got excited over that, yeah. was it irony or was it because we knew we needed dog shit <laughs> to dangle in front of our faces so we wouldn't pay attention to a fucking <laughs> a mad orange man stealing the election away from us.
2: I think that if you're open about the fact that you are excited about the new consoles because you want to see the new technology and you want to sort of be Mm. part of the zeitgeist and what it is, that's a totally justifiable reason to want to get on this. If you want to be, like, cost-efficient in the games you play, that's not the way to do it.
3: (laughs) The the bonus time I did this week on patreon.com slash laser time is the first person I've talked to ever, really, who, like, doesn't like video games. And she is comparing, like, a to hear her compare, like, yeah, I like to have one dick in my ass and my vagina the same way you want a PS5 and Xbox. And I was like,
5: oh. <laughs> oh. Is that the exact way
3: want you a, I, want a I PS5 and Xbox, Chris? <laughs> yeah. I do want two flavors at different points of my house. My word. I did not. Good. For, that's why Honey Levin is good. Uh, I, I get it. it. She
0: wants a dick in her, in her pussy and her ass, and you want a PS5 and a giant
1: skeleton.
3: It's <laughs> the funniest thing, thing I've ever
1: heard. Hey, I I get it. My Xbox is in my basement. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying you find you a woman who can do both, Chris.
4: This
3: is yeah. <laughs> And I was like, but I'm just like you. I keep my PS4 two inch like less than an inch away from my Xbox. Mm.
5: Uh,
1: <laughs> <kinky>. <laughs> I put the switch in between them.
5: Never accidentally
1: put the wrong disc in the wrong system.
5: No, <laughs>
3: hasn't this happened before 2020 we can finally get in trouble for this <laughs>
5: oh. Oh, my God. oh
3: christ <laughs> love you honey <laughs> sorry jesus honey love it show on on
0: wherever you, your podcast
3: i'm i'm jazzed honey, leave it leave, it
0: leave it all <sighs> right so new question of the week um what is your do you, do you have a favorite 3DS. Console you
3: want to shove in Michael's ass.
0: Why in my ass? Why not your ass? You're the host. That's true. It is incumbent upon me (laughs) to provide certain services to the guests. Um, It is is tradition. You wouldn't serve us food you've never tasted. (laughs) Yes, come to my house, eat my food, drink my wine, shove my console up my ass. (laughs) I don't know what accident I'm doing. It's 12 inches. Michael would die. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's bigger than, it's like 15 inches.
3: Yeah, I know. I know. It's like, it's. It goes beyond a matcock into a crystal. Like you don't even... Big... Hey, 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 listen.
4: I just... I, I capped out a GameCube... I, I stopped with the GameCube up my ass. I, I can do that. I mean, are you a real
3: gamer if you can't get a GameCube <laughs> up my ass? In my world, that's just an, a- that's just an accident. It's got that's that Someone convenient handle
4: GameCube you can get around right the right couch. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> what you, you got to remember is the GameCube is super durable. It's <laughs> You don't want to put too much <laughs> pressure true. on that console. The 360's <laughs> not going to take that, you know?
3: Yeah, and I, I might do my Kegels, and you could pick me up with a little black handle. It would yeah. be great.
0: <laughs> yes, that, the handle makes it easier. Like It gives the doctor something to latch onto right. in the emergency That's room right. to pull it out of you. Yes, you could take me to
3: work with you. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> um, all right. New question of the week. Do you have a favorite 3DS-related story or memory to share? Um. That is, like, I've, I think I've already shared mine. It's my least favorite, and it's when the thing shorted out and I lost all my street Um I don't know that I really have a favorite one. Um, does anybody else have a, a fun 3DS anecdote? I, I,
3: I, I loved, I wanted to give a shout-out, a major shout-out to Theater Rhythm.
5: Because
3: hmm. I love uh, music-based games, like, all of us were huge proponents of Guitar Hero from Amplitude on... Uh, in rock band and all that shit, but like um, uh, Final Fantasy has had ups and downs in the uh, opinion of the, the zeitgeist, but like the music is still great mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought this was the most fun rhythm game I've ever played in my entire life, hmm. and and it involved the stylus and moving up and down, and it was for some of the best music in all them, and there was all this great presentation, and, like, the, the DLC wasn't that terribly expensive, but, like, I had the most fun with this. Like, at, like, you will be here for two minutes tops, four minutes in a boss battle, and this game had boss battles. Yes. <laughs> it was delicious, and um, I don't know where else you take that. <laughs> I, I think you could maybe take it to iPhone, but, like, it, it wouldn't make sense on a small... Holding the iPhone vertical, it would not work with your finger. Like it would work maybe if you would tilt it, but that means Square would have to redesign it. So, like, what I worry about the 3ds is that I think, unlike most systems portably now, a majority of the 3ds was uh, uh, of of a high quality. Hmm. The Nintendo Seal of Quality meant something, and um, we won't see that again. It was a little. It was always a little more expensive, but it was worth it. Yeah.
4: Sure. Most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I already I already told that one story about me and Arnie on the plane. I thought that was kind of cool. But but I guess my other one is just like, this is a very industry-specific story, but it's just the E3s or the PAXs where I would mm-hmm. specifically, I didn't bring my 3DS with me outside of hotel rooms when I traveled, but when I went to those shows, I would make sure I would, I would bring a backpack and keep it in the backpack just for Game Pass. And I, it was just like... It was something, it's so sad to say out loud, but it's something to look forward to at those shows, which there's so much cool shit going on, but you're just like, it was always that there,
3: added bonus, you know? There are professional f- photographs of me working at a publisher where we're all smiling playing our 3DS, and it's not a setup. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: like, like it's 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 someone randomly took our picture. Sometimes you look really serious, but like... For real, for the first fucking twenty years of portable systems, nobody did that shit, and no one made it look cool. And like, I it, it made the 3ds feel normal. Yeah. I never had a problem whipping it out in public. <laughs> Please don't isolate that. Take that out of
0: context. Never, never has, well. never will.
2: I remember when I uh, when I got my 3ds. Um, it was right when the Pokemon X and Y came out, mm. and my girlfriend and I had just had before a very nice time playing uh, White and Black together. Um, the Pokemon games, to, mm. be, to be clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we got we got the new console specifically for that. And um, getting the Pokemon games with, yeah, it's not some weird role-play scenario. I know where you're going here. Um, things are getting a little Did blue. Did you put
3: your son in her moon? Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, and so it's just, it just was a lot of fun to get a new console together and to play through those games together. And and sort of explore the the many bizarre features of the 3DS, such as Street Pass, which I can also vouch, uh, like Matt said, just to go two packs as a non-insider was still a lot of fun with the Street Pass.
5: Mm -hmm.
2: And
1: I'll I'll say for mine, uh, a couple years ago, uh, we took a trip out to Ireland for a friend's wedding. I brought my 3DS with me, and this wasn't even a 3DS game, but uh, this is how I finally played through all of EarthBound. Mm. So, you know. Took 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 me that it took me being stuck <laughs> on a plane for sixteen hours to to really focus. And, that and I, I
3: it. W- because I know fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it cost you fourteen ninety nine to play Earthbound three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, yeah but congratulations! You know what? I still haven't finished it. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it's worth seeing through to the end. I had a great time with it.
2: Cool. I, I, so if I you take away one thing right. from this four hour podcast, it's that <laughs> EarthBound is pretty okay. Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright, yeah, we should wrap it up. Uh, what, is, what is your favorite 3DS related story, memory, anecdote? Let us know. Go to Apocalypse.com and answer under the comments for episode 386. Uh, alternately, you can go to the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer or just hit us up on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Look
3: for the people who posted the Photoshop of the Fresh Prince of Persia. No, <laughs> <laughs>
5: Nice. Please
3: just nice. look that up
0: if you haven't and, seen that. And movie. we'll read the, the best answers on next week's show. Anyway, that has been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Uh, Steve and Woody, you want to tell people a little bit more about Ultra 64 in case they Absolutely. missed it at first?
1: Yeah, yeah. So Ultra64, you can find us at Twitter at Ultra64 Podcast. That's also our Instagram handle. That's also our Gmail address if you want to write us a letter. Uh, we still have uh, a couple months' worth of games to talk about, so that's still going on. Yeah, we were talking about getting in at
2: the end of a console generation. This yeah. is your chance to do it in podcast form. Exactly. You can go back <laughs> and uh, see what the gems are in the N64 catalog. Yeah, we, we have
1: hundreds of episodes for you to listen to. We also have a Patreon. That's patreon.com slash ultra64pod. If you want to hear an additional 30 or so episodes on other things that aren't on the N64... And then I also just recently started a brand new podcast. Uh, It's a movie podcast called Roger's List. And this is where myself and a rotating cast of uh, co-hosts come in and talk about a different movie on Roger Ebert's list of the great movies. We're doing a different one every week until the whole list is done. Am I up this week? What's happening? I was trying to contact you, dude. <laughs> you dropped the you, ball, you, man. You missed, you missed Ace in the Hole. We'll get you on another one, though. Because uh, okay, I, good. Ace in the Hole good. just came out this week. That Woody was on, but I'm,
3: I'm fucking I'm, phenomenal movie. And if Diana's there talking about it, you want to hear what she has to say.
1: So good. I missed her as well, but I'm, I'm still going to bug every one of you because uh, I'd love having any of you on the show. So yeah, absolutely. Rogers I, Rogers list at uh, Rogers list pod at Twitter. Cool. Yeah. Chris.
5: Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> me, <laughs>
3: little old me. Don't worry about me, uh, but, but but also uh, patreon.com's last laser time is how we're, we're supported, and I have to say that all the time, because no one else wants to. Um, and um, But this week, we have a new Sick of Star Wars episode. Uh, there's a brand new 302010 Games Up with Chris Baker, uh, where we talk about games from August. And uh, my buddy Honey uh, Leave It is up this week, and we're talking about double penetration and... Weird sex stuff that, like, I don't know. I've I've done uncensored podcasts for fifteen years, and this is still like this is more than we've ever talked about. I, I'm am so I feel I've never felt so weird and square. You sound like a boyfriend um, on a real sex interview. Enough, yeah. enough of <laughs> your fucking shyness. I know it, it, it sounds very weird. Like I, I haven't done enough stuff with my butt, and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs>
4: Oh man! Well, you've
3: got that PS5 coming, man. That's
2: no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. not the it's only thing that'll be coming.
3: Yes, I, I will reverse South Park Randy on it. I will twirl around. it.
4: <laughs>
2: oh boy, I don't, I don't
4: do that on Twitch, but I do uh, stream <laughs> games and watch movies every Monday night. Uh, we have the Monday night movie at 8 p.m. Pacific um, next week. Uh, I got a special guest lined up for a very special movie. We are watching Heather's. From Great. going back to the 80s to watch. Uh, so check me out. I'm on Twitch. Matty C. Allen.
3: That's M-A-T-T-Y. Why don't I do that next week so we I can watch the debates. I want to watch Heathers. Heathers is in like my top 20 favorite movies Well, of all
4: you know my special guest, but I'm not going to give away
3: who it is. So
2: we Is it Christian see.
3: Slater? It, that,
2: mm-hmm. uh, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> damn it! You're I gave it away. I
3: would, I would do it. Just do it a different day, man. Don't be an idiot. I think the debates <laughs> will be
4: over. Wait, it's called the Monday Night Movie. Never mind. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, you can check me out at Maddie Allen on Twitch, and I'm also Maddie Allen on Twitter.
0: Well, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Visit us online at videogameapocalypse.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's been our show. We'll see you next week. It's a beaver.